It's time for the Westwood Patriots football pregame show on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. Week 9 of the high school football season. Hello, everybody. Tanner Hoops with you coming at you live from the west end of Ishpeming in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Dave Bowes will be along shortly. Thomas Dunstan, our in-studio producer and engineer. We're delighted to have you along as the Westwood Patriots play host to the Nagani Miners, one of the most fearsome rivalries in the Upper Peninsula. We write another chapter this evening with major postseason implications on the line. Now, each team comes in at 6-2. and two. We know each team is playoff bound. This very well could be a matchup again one week from tonight in the first round of the playoffs. We know each team will be there. And the playoff point scenario makes it look as if they could meet again one week from tonight, essentially in week 10, a rematch with the winner of tonight's game hosting that matchup. Now, Menominee is the obvious monkey wrench in that scenario with a win tonight. They would throw a giant wrench in the playoff scenario and could possibly take that top two seed. Westwood Nagani this evening, focus on what you can control. The two teams have closed the regular season against each other every year since 1978. They always circle this one, week nine on the calendar. They meet for the 44th time ever. The series looks lopsided on paper. Nagani has won 36 of the first 43 meetings, but Westwood has won the last two, including a dominant 44 to nothing performance last year. You know that Nagani has had that in the back of their mind for about a full year now. That kept them out of the postseason a year ago, and that's been a chip on their shoulder ever since. Westwood is coming off a 47-0 win at Gogebic last week. That clinched a postseason spot for the third consecutive year. That's a first for Westwood, and for the fifth time in six years. In that game, Westwood totaled 391 yards of offense and held Gogebic to 69 yards on offense. The Patriots are looking to do something they haven't done since 1992 this evening, and that would be both, uh, that would be beating both Ishpeming and Nagani on the field in the same season. Westwood did beat Nagani two years ago. Ishpeming forfeited that game. So for the first time since 1992, Westwood with an opportunity to beat both Nagani and Ishpeming on the field for the first time in uh, almost 30 years. Nagani, meanwhile, has won six straight games after starting the year 0-2. They're coming off a 35-0 win over Houghton last week. That clinched their postseason berth. Overall, they have been a team that struggled with injury throughout the year. They've managed to stay relevant, not only that, but continue to be a really good football team throughout. And I tell you what, with that, let's get Dave Bowes on headset with us. He joins it as the senior night festivities conclude here at Westwood High School. Dave, I tell you what. I don't know what it is about if it's in the air tonight, but you can feel it, and it's a warm breeze somewhat that's in the air. I mean, this doesn't feel like late October weather in the UP. No, this is uh, this is a little fresh out there right now for us, Tanner, I'd say. Um, how excited are you for tonight's game? Oh, I can't wait. I think this is going to be a slug fest. What a great seat. And we might get to do it again next week. <laughs> what a great seat. Am I excited for tonight or what? This is going to be a fun one. Westwood Nagani, it always is. And, Dave, I tell you what, I was talking about the series history. Nagani's won 36 meetings compared to seven for Westwood. Patriots have won the last two. And this rivalry maybe didn't have the luster for a long time, but now it does. Now it's one of those that you have to circle in the UP schedule. It's really been back about the last five. Years, you know, before that, granted, storied program out in Nagani. Um, 
lots of success, not just against certainly Westwood, but one of the perennial powers in the mid-pen conference for all those years. But how about the Westpac this year? Loaded up, top heavy, mm-hmm. the top four teams. You know, this is going to be a war. There are going to be a lot of teams from the Westpac that are heading to the postseason this year. We know at least four from this division alone, a couple others with a chance to punch their ticket by the end of the weekend. Let's take a look around the Westpac this evening. Houghton is at Hancock in that Copper Bowl battle. Norway at home taking on West Iron County. Lots needs a win at Calumet to keep their postseason hopes alive. Iron Mountain trying to end the regular season unbeaten. They're at home with Gogibic. Gwen is hosting Munising. One of those two teams will avoid going winless. And then tomorrow, Manistique is at Lakeland and Hubble. The Lakes are into the postseason with a win. Last night, Ishpeming winners over Bark River Harris 54-8. to That's a look around the Westpac scoreboard. How about the Copper Division standings coming into play tonight? Iron Mountain has wrapped up the conference. They can win it outright with a victory tonight. Calumet 7-1, 5-1 in division play. Then you've got Westwood Nagani, both 4-2, 2-2. Winner of tonight's game will take third place in the division. Hancock and Lance are both 4 and 2, excuse me, 4 and 4, 2 and 4, but Hancock has the win via head-to-head tiebreaker over Lance. Houghton is 2 and 4, uh, 2 and 6, 1 and 5. Gogibic 0 oh and 8 and 0 oh and 6. That's a look around the Westpac Copper Division standings as we get set for week 9 of the high school football season here in Michigan. Postseason starts next week. We know both of these teams will be there and they may very well be there against each other. Let's take a timeout. We'll hear from both coaches when we come back. You're listening to the Westwood Patriot pregame show on ESPN-UP. Saturday, it's our biggest anniversary sale ever at Art Van Furniture. We say thank you with up to 60% off store-wide. Plus, save more with an extra 15% off the lowest price. Get 0% financing for 60 months. Plus, 60 can't-be-beat doorbusters. Accent chairs, $96. Dining sets, $346. Reclining sofas, $596. The 60th anniversary sale at Art Van Furniture. Line up Saturday, 10 a.m. The first 60 customers get $60 off their purchase. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home. The student-athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year, there's a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. I know you're probably out enjoying the fall season, taking a bike ride, watching a high school football game, or just enjoying the transition from the summer heat to the cool fresh air. But don't forget that old man winter is right upon us. I know, I know, we don't want to think about that already, but it'll be here before we know it. And I want to ask you something. Are you ready? And I don't mean do you have your patio furniture put away in your snowblower out. I mean are you ready for the wet, heavy roads and extra minutes added to your morning commute to work or the feeling of sitting in a freezing car as you wait for it to heat up? You need something reliable this winter, and we have what you need. The all-new 2020 Forester Sport. Get ahead of the game and come check out our top-line selection of Subarus. Put your mind at ease that your family will have a comfortable, reliable, and safe vehicle all winter long because you never know what Mother Nature has in store for us this year. Fox Marquette, experience the difference. 
This is ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the field. Mason Mariuta, I'm a senior and wide receiver. My favorite animal to visit at the zoo is definitely the monkeys. I think a hot dog is definitely a sandwich. My favorite athlete is... it's got to be Aaron Rodgers. My go-to game day meal is... is oatmeal. Goofiest teammates, probably Jackson Vivlin or Joe DeRosha. Favorite restaurant is Mamma Mia's. This is Mason Mariuta, and you're listening to Patriot Football on ESPN-UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Breaking continues on ESPN-UP. Speaking with Westwood head coach Scott Sergio before his team takes on Nagani. Coach, week nine, where do you feel your team is at fundamentally? you feel like you're where you should be, or do you still want to see him take another step tonight? I still I want to see him take another step. You know, we're going against the Nagani Miners, um, who is, you know, uh, even to begin to start the season, they're, they're a good football team. You know, they played Iron Mountain tough. Uh, I think that's been Iron Mountain's closest score all year. Uh, you know, they ran into a few injuries, but, you know, they've gotten better every single game. I've, I've got all their games. Jake's got all our games. And, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're a good, really good football team. And, uh, you know, we're going to have our hands full. But our kids, you know, we had a good week of practice. Um, it, uh, they seem ready, so we'll see what happens. Snigani's starting to get a little more healthy. Yeah, it, it uh, looks like they got some kids back in that, so we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see what we have. How about your team, Coach? You pretty healthy for Week Nine? Yeah, we're good to go. Everybody's good. Um, you know, the season-ending injury, you know, to Dylan Beebe. Um, you know, he's hurt, but everybody else is good to go. Coach, where's some keys to tonight's game? You know, I, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to try. We got to try to control the line of scrimmage because they're big. Um, you know, we got to try to get underneath their pads, and you know, they're going to try to grab us and chuck us and. Uh, move us out of the way when we're on defense, and you know we got to stay low and and uh, you know it, um, get after it. That's what we're going to have to do. Scott Sergio Westwood, head coach. More pregame after this on ESPN UP. Take a look inside the world's primary nickel mine. There are only a few free tours left of the Eagle Mine and Humboldt Mill this season. Tours go through the end of September. Eagle Mine offers two different tours, a driving and walking surface tour of the mine site and a walking tour of the Humboldt Mill. Registration for each tour is required. Book your free tour online at eaglemine.com slash tours. The tours are free and they're open to people age 13 and up. Attendees under the age of 18 must be accompanied by an adult. Book your tour online, eaglemine.com slash tours. Your business is unlike any other. That's why at MBank, our business banking team works with you one-on-one to design personalized savings and lending solutions for your business's unique needs. We're here to help your business run efficiently today and build for an even stronger tomorrow. Set your business up for success with MBank. We're here to help you find the right solution. MBank, community-focused, client-driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. 
Pregame continues in ESPN UP. Speak with minor head coach Paul Jacobson before his team takes on Westwood. Coach, 0-2 start. Suddenly you're playoff bound. Tell me about the way you've seen this team grow through the injury throughout the year. No, it's been awesome. You know, uh, the evolution of a team. You know, it's been it's been great to see these guys mature. Uh, juniors matured in a hurry. And, uh, you know, our, the seniors that were left um, really went through a huge maturation process and, and really kind of put the team on the shoulders. You know, a lot of leadership. Uh, you just see a different guys we didn't expect coming to the surface. Uh, it's been fun. It's been fun to watch. been fun to be a part of. Fundamentally, the strengths you expected coming into the season, have they transpired to being your strengths this year? <laughs> it's it's a different team. Where you start, and where you finish, usually is, is different. It's huge, and then uh, this year's no no difference. You know, we uh, came in with uh, you know some high hopes, some guys that you know have been with us for three years, and uh, you know after weeks one and two, losing three year three seniors for for the season, uh, two weeks starters, it changes the complexion of your team a little bit, and um, so yeah, we're we're different. We simplified some things. We're able to do a little more things. Uh, now with some of these young guys that are stepping up, but uh, yeah, it's, like I said, it's been fun. It's been uh, it's been just a good thing to be a part of. Coach, what are some keys to a win tonight? You know, as you and I talked earlier, you know, uh, we have to play good assignment football. Each each one of us, um, you know, do our one eleventh and on both sides of the ball and, and do it the best of your ability. Paul Jacobson, Nagani head coach. More pretty good after this, and he's PNP. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome the final regular season week of high school football with these deals. Bone-in fryer chicken breasts, a family pack for just a dollar a pound. Smithfield semi-boneless pork butt roast, a family pack for $1.66 a pound. Black Angus boneless chuck tender steak or roast, $3.99 a pound. Brayburn and Gala Apples or Bartlett Pears, a tote bag, a dollar a pound. And Jack's Rising Crust Pizza, 25 to 28 ounces, three for 11 bucks. Prices are good through Saturday, October 26th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com this is espn up sports director tanner hoops every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a westwood patriot off the field matthew pavo senior my favorite animal to visit at the zoo is monkeys no a hot dog is not a sandwich my favorite athlete is aaron Rodgers. my go-to game day meal is spaghetti with bread and lots and lots of sauce on it my favorite emoji is a thumbs up my goofiest teammate is Jackson Bidland. My favorite restaurant is Sherry's. I'm Matt Pavel, and you're listening to Westwood Football on ESPN. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. 
We welcome you back. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Just about set for kickoff as Westwood prepares to battle Nagani to close the regular season. Kind of a traditional matchup. They've done so every year since 1978. And the Patriots will do the same this year with a chance maybe to face Nagani in the postseason. In all likelihood, Dave, again, this we, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. It depends a lot on how Menominee does downstate playing an undefeated Hopkins team tonight. But these two teams could very well meet up again next week. It would be the first ever meeting between these two schools in the playoffs. And if Westwood wins tonight, it would very likely mean the first ever home playoff game in Westwood school history. So you know That's both teams are in, but, man, there's a lot to play for tonight. That's a lot of firsts right there just coming out of your mouth. It's just a lot of firsts. But a, a lot of things that got happen you know you want to take care of business tonight but we talked about a little bit of off air you know both coach jacobson coach sergio you want to win tonight but you're still in you're Mm -hmm. both in you don't want to show the playbook the important game is that first game of the year but how do you take your foot off the throttle how do you you not try and win tonight you know so uh it's a bit of a different matchup but i'll tell you what the crowd wants to see it because they've been pouring in here since we've sat down and uh great crowd it is an absolutely packed house you've got people lined up around the track around the field what have you parking was at a premium i thought i was here fairly early and i'm not even sure i'm in a legal parking spot you know, i'll say are they coming for the game or are they coming uh, they heard a national radio star was uh was on a little bit of golic and wingo for you today man that was awesome i wouldn't call it a hot take but you know i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna lob up there some vikings over the redskins no or no that was great dolphins man. To lose. I mean, let's be a little bold up here. Get out there, man. You gotta, you gotta take your shot when you got it. They, uh, their reaction to it was great, man. You did a great job. I was proud of you. Proud of the people in the area are proud of you. Oh, I appreciate you, you, you Dave. You, you, did a, you did a great job, oh, thank brother. Thank you. I tell you what, when we have a moment, let's take a look at the starting lineups for tonight. We'll begin with Westwood. Offensively, Taylor Delangelo quarterbacking the squad. His running back is Garrett Mann. The two uh, wide receivers, Chad Pullman and Mason Mariuzza. Travis Uren is the wingback. Eric Anderson lines up at a tight end spot. Up front, the Patriot moving crew from left to right. Michael Buzano, Spencer Harvilla, Matt Pavo, Dan Ostala, and Jackson Vidlin. Defensively, Westwood will come out in their 4-4 and they'll look like this. The bookends, Ty Alderton and Jackson Vidlin, Michael Buzano and Eli Local of the interior tackles. The four linebackers, Garrett Mann and Travis Uren, center Zach Carlson and Eric Anderson. The corners are Mason Mariuzza and Chad Pullman. The safety is Taylor Delangelo. Head coach in his fifth year, Scott Sergula, assisted by Brad Wilgen and Mitch Messing, Bobby Zulke, Seth Tackman, and Tyler LaJoy. Those are the Westwood Patriots' record 6-2, and 4-2 and two in the division. Now the starting lineup for the Nagani Miners, quarterbacked by Jason Waterman, a good one, 6'1", 175 pounds, a senior, multi-sport, all-conference athlete. His backfield consists of Nash Hillier and Lucas Nelson, the fullback, Eric Salmonen and Alex Munson, the two wideouts, Bryce Jarvie just back from injuries, the tight end, and up front, Logan Shottier and Leo Helpy, the tackles Helpy in all-conference right tackle a season ago, the guards Davin Marshall and Michael Delangelo, Preston Tutent is the center. Defensively, Nagani runs a 4-4, the bookends Noah Nylander and Parker Kane, the interior tackles Davin Marshall and Logan Shottier. The four linebackers, Leo Helpy and Lucas Nelson, center Tanner Kane and Nick Jacobetti. The corners are Alex Munson and Will Luke. Jason Waterman is the safety. Head coach in his 20th year, amassing 150 wins in that time, Paul Jacobson, assisted by Kevin Jacobson, Jeff Nemi, and Dan Waterman. Those are the Nagani Miners, their record 6-2, 2-2 in division play.
Let's take a time out for the playing of the National Anthem. Kickoff is next on ESPN-UP. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Nishpeming. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call time out. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. It is time for kickoff here in the West End. Tanner Hoopsday, Bo's on the call. There is a chill in the air, per usual for Week 9, but this is really, really temperate for late October in the UP. 43 degrees, the game time temperature at kickoff, which will occur at 7.03. Nagani to do the honors. They operate right to left across your radio dial. Eric Salmonen handles kicking duties for the Miners. Right-footed kicker approaches, and he sends a squib kick. That rolls toward the Patriot 35-yard line. It's bobbled, then scooped up, and we'll have a return on it out to about the 40-yard line. Maybe just shy of that. And that's where Westwood takes over. First down and 10, week 9 of the high school football season. A couple of red-hot teams. Westwood has won five straight. Nagani six straight after starting 0-2. Big rivalry between these two schools. The town's separated just by a couple of miles. 
Westwood wearing the home navy uniforms of matching pants, red helmet, red numerals. Nagani wearing the traveling whites with gold helmets and gold pants, navy blue numerals. Taylor Delangelo with a one-man backfield takes a snap, and he hands off right up the middle. Is that Garrett Mann or is that Eric Anderson? It's hard to tell. Anderson. That is Anderson. It's a five rather than a nine. So Anderson, the first down carry up the middle. He gains three, and it brings up second down and seven. These two teams likely will meet again a week from tonight in the first round of the playoffs with the winner of tonight's game likely hosting. Unless, of course, Menominee can pick up a win downstate against unbeaten Hopkins. Too wide on the play, one to each side. Delangelo works out of the shotgun. This is more the formation we're used to seeing for Westwood. Four-man front defensively for the Miners. Delangelo with man a step to his right. Delangelo takes a snap, dropping back to pass. Steps far across the middle. Go to Matt Anderson. That's caught in the open field, and then he trips around the 20-yard line. Well, he dropped the ball, or the ball, he bobbled the ball, and he had to, he had to dive at it to get back on it. No one, no one touched him, but you're down, of course, in high school football. That was the right move. Touches. Yeah, need the possession. He was looking at a foot race between he and Waterman. The safety Waterman was the only man who could have stopped Anderson, but the ball just popped free, and Anderson dove on top of it. A huge gain across the middle down to the Nagani 33-yard line. So first and ten against a four-man run. Delangelo works from the shotgun. Delangelo takes a snap, design QB keeper right at the middle. And he dives forward to about the 30-yard line, gain of three on first down. Just underway, 90 seconds into the ball game, we're scoreless. A rivalry that's really started picking up here over the last couple of years. Westwood's last loss in this series back in 2016. I tell you what, Dave, you go back to last year's game at Nagani, Westwood 44-0 winners. That kept Nagani out of the playoffs. You know they remember that. That's been a chip on their shoulder all season long. One wide to each side. Delangelo works out of the shotgun, standing at his own, excuse me, at the Nagani 35-yard line. Takes a QB keeper up the middle and stutter stepping around uh, the safety waterman who came up on a blitz and is dragged down by the linebacker, Helpy. And he does have enough to move the sticks, as the official. Yeah. So a new set of downs as Westwood marches down to what looks like the 22 of Nagani is where they're going to spot this football. So a well, game I, thought he, I thought he was going to come up short. That was a great second effort there by Taylor once he had that first contact. Two wide, both to the far side of the field, Mariutz and Chad Pullman. Travis Uren is lined up as a tight end to the near side of the field. Eric Anderson, a wing back to the far side. Delangelo from the gun. Goes on the hard count, gets a snap from Pavo, running off tackle, left side, jukes one man, stutter steps another, and he's brought down, might have lost a yard. Tried to hit the corner, and then he tried to go back up the middle, nothing was there, and he loses one, maybe two, called a loss of two. Second and 12, ball at the Nagani 24-yard line. Nine-minute mark, quarter number one, scoreless football game, but Westwood on the move. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. Sends two out wide to the near side of the field. Mariuta then Pullman in the slot. 
Your end tight end, far side of the field. Anderson, a wing back to this side. Delangelo takes a snap, goes right up the gut across the 20, and is dragged down near the 15. That brings up third and manageable. Yeah, it was actually a pretty good gain right there by Delangelo. Visual spot looks like the 15-yard line, so that's a gain of nine. Brings up third down and about four. Third down and a long three. Delangelo brings in the blank off in the sideline. Eight-minute mark here in the opening quarter. Patriots on the move. Too wide of the play. Mariuzza plus Pullman. Anderson lining up as a tight end near side of the field. You're to the far side. Double tight. Delangelo works from the shotgun. Man goes in motion. And it's QB keeper going right up the middle. Delangelo diving for the first down marker, and he's got it. Yeah, nothing fancy about that. Clock stops momentarily while they reset the chain. 7.38 to go in the opening quarter. Patriots set up with a first down and goal to go at the Nagani 8-yard line. So a gain of 7 for Delangelo going right up the gut. Delangelo still in the huddle. Now he breaks it with the play clock winding down. 7.15 to go in the quarter. First and goal for Westwood. Two wide, both to the near side of the field. Delangelo works with a gun. Double wing set this time. Takes a snap, rolls out to his right, looking to throw. Now he's going to tuck run, diving for the end zone. He looks like he's just short. short. No signal yet. Maybe a foot short. They are indeed going to spot the ball just inside the one-yard line. It brings up second down, goal to go from inside the one. Clock rolling, 6.43 to go, opening quarter. Patriots on the move. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a foot to go here. Ty Alderton now in the ball game is a tight end. Patriots are going to load the line. Just one out wide this time, and now Mariuzza is going to head out there as well. Backs in the eye, Delangelo, QB dive for the end zone, he's in, touchdown Westwood. Nothing fancy about that drive. All the plays in uh, Coach Sergio's playbook, we didn't see a lot of them on that series, uh, Tanner. 6.21 to play in the opening quarter, and Taylor Delangelo with a one-yard QB keeper. How about that for a start to the game, Dave? A 68-yard touchdown drive, Westwood scoring in their opening possession. Now the two-point try. Although, as we did find out, Dave, we have a PAT kicking game last week. <laughs> we did. Michael Buzino, I believe. Michael Buzino Stuck a couple through there for us, or at least one through us up there in uh, the Gogebic uh, football field. Bats are going to go for two this time around. Only one wide on this play. That's Pullman. A double tight end set. Delangelo firing back in the end zone, and he has a tight end wide open. Wait, you know, I don't know that we've seen that little pop pass before this year. We've seen him certainly pass on that down, but not like that. And that was Eric Anderson, the recipient of the two-point try. So how about that for a start for Westwood? 8-0 lead with 6.21 to play here in the opening quarter. Patriots march right down the field and make a statement. 
Well, did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at firsthyphenbank.com, or better yet, stop and soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision, Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Thank you to all of our sponsors for your support of Patriot Athletics on ESPN-UP. We couldn't do it without you. Sun setting just to the west. Patriots grab an early 8-0 lead. Taylor Delangelo caps a long scoring drive with a one-yard QB keeper. I tell you what, Dave, you really couldn't have asked for much better of a start if you're Westwood. Well, you think if you're Coach Jacobson, you got a hands team out there based on what you've seen from, uh, <laughs> from Westwood this year? Last week, three first-half onside kicks, and I think none of them were intentional. Chad Pullman does send a little squid kick that goes popping past the first two lines of defense. Oh, he's going to jump on it. Westwood That's right here. Three and ball. I couldn't quite see. It I, is a Patriot who's coming up from the bottom of the pile. I don't know if that was Kangas. I believe it was. I think it's Stephen Kangas. And Kangas is rewarded by being sent in on this offensive series. I don't know if that one was intentional, Dave, but it went popping by the first two it's lines so, of that special teams yeah, unit. It's so hard to get your hands on it. It's spinning. You know the train is coming down the tracks at you. It's like picking up a BB and beach sand is what my dad used to say. First and 10 at the Nagani 27. What an opportunity for Westwood here early on. Two wide, both to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation. Now three wide as Pullman goes in motion. Delangelo takes a snap. Blitz coming. Hit as he throws, and it's overthrown. He was looking for Garrett Mann. Got to give him credit on the pressure. If he had a little bit more time, he's going to slice that right in there, and that could have been six for the Patriots. That was Leo Helpy, an all-Westpac performer from a season ago. Somebody missed that assignment. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get a high need to get a half on Helpy because you can't give him a free run. Helpy, a guy who's missed a lot of time this season due to injury. This Nagani team has just been riddled by injury this year, and they haven't made excuses for themselves. No, they put their season back together. you got to give Coach Jacobson and uh, his group a lot of credit for uh, what they've done with this minor team. Started 0-2, and in those first two games, they lost three two-way starters for the year. But here they are in Week 9. Delangelo takes a snap and goes right up the middle, and he's got daylight, but he's tripped up. One tackle away from breaking it wide open, but he's tripped up near the 20, a literal shoestring tackle. They're awful lucky they got hold of that because he's an awful hard guy to bring down with one guy in the open field. He was going to put a move on that defensive back, and nobody's happier than that DB that he was tripped up. And brings up third down and three from the 20. Two wide, bolt to the near side of the field. Delangelo works out of the gun. A double tight end set. You run to the far side. Anderson near side. Delangelo takes a snap. QB keeper right up the middle. He has a first down and then some inside the 15. And is finally forced down by Tanner Kane, the linebacker. Delangelo with a great juke move around the 18-yard line. And picked up a few after contact. So the ball is spotted at the 12, it looks like. That'll be the... Official spot, first down and 10 for Westwood. Knocking on the door again. 5.34 to play, quarter number one. Pats lead at 8 nothing. 
Delangelo from the shotgun takes a snap. QB keeper right up the middle. Delangelo lowers the shoulder and gets inside the 10 before being brought down by Will Luke. 5.22 to play, quarter number one. Still a chance for a first down, too. So. Mm-hmm. Second down and eight with a gain of two just inside the 10. These two teams have beaten the same teams. They've beaten all six common opponents. And their two losses are both the same, both losing to Calumet and Iron Mountain. Winner will finish third in the division tonight. Two wide, both to the near side of the field. Delangelo working out of the shotgun and that double tight end set. They're really using Uren as a tight end tonight. We haven't seen that much this year. Delangelo takes the high snap, pulls it down, goes right up the middle, and he's stacked up just shy of the five-yard line. Gains close to three. 4.30 to play here in the quarter. Mark it about fourth and six, excuse me, third and six. All just inside the eight-yard line. Steven Kangas comes in from the sideline. Replaces your rim. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. 8-0 Patriots as we hit the four-minute mark here in quarter number one. Westwood knocking on the door. Third down and six. Ball just inside the eight-yard line, and we get a timeout before the snap. Scott Sergilo wants to talk it over with his guys. So 3.56 to play, quarter number one. The Bjork and Zoki Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. And Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items from all the local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school. Tanner Hoops Day, Bo is on the call. Glad to have you along. Wherever it is you may be tuned in from, whether it's on your AM or FM dial, or you're streaming us via the World Wide Web, ESPNUP.com, or online with our app. Week 9 of the high school football season here in Michigan, and with that, it means a busy and a very important evening around Michigan. Marquette leading Kingsford 3-0, 844 to play, quarter number one there. Redmen will win a conference championship with a victory tonight and a probable playoff spot. Gwynn leading 8-0 over Munison. That game midway through the first quarter. Back to action here, third down and six, just inside the eight-yard line. Delangelo with an empty backfield and a double-wing set. Kangas goes in motion to the near side. They hand off to him. Kangas inside the five, breaking for the end zone. It's close. No signal yet. I think they're marking him down. That was Pullman. That was number 10, Pullman. Was it? Yep. It was Pullman rather than Kangas. <clears throat> yep, number 10, Pullman. 10 rather than 20. And Pullman changing his jersey number because of a equipment issue last week. Had a jersey tear mid-game. He huh. since adopted the number 10 full-time. Not for a first down, though. It is a first down. Ball at the one-yard line, first down, goal to go. We got Garrett Mann set up as a wideout to the near side of the field. Backs in the eye, Anderson the deep back. 
Man goes in motion. Delangelo keep it right up the middle. He's in. Taylor Delangelo with his second one-yard rushing touchdown of the game. And with 3.20 to play here in quarter number one, Westwood leads it by two scores. And Westwood hasn't been on defense yet. Beneficiaries of an onside kick. May not have even been an intentional one, but it worked out that way for Westwood. So now the two-point try. One wide on the play, lines up to the far side of the field. Anderson a wing back to the near side, and we have a timeout called by Westwood. Coach Rizzo is not happy about this timeout. He didn't like something. (laughs) He didn't like it enough where he wants to spend a timeout on a two-point try. Oh, I think he had someone that wasn't out on the field Mm. in this package needed to be. Well, Peninsula Glassinato knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glassinato looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind and get active, be active, stay active, active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Nagani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. Tell you what, Dave, we'll see in a moment, but how do you respond to this if you're Nagani already in a 14, maybe 16 nothing hole, and your offense hasn't even stepped on the field? No, and there's some kids on this Nagani team that have been drilled two years in a row. Uh, this is not how you wanted to start it. 14 nothing Patriots. PAT try is pending. We'll be keeping an eye on that Menominee score downstate taking on Class B Hopkins. They're undefeated at 8 No. Menominee's got their hands full mm-hmm. down there today. Should Menominee win that game, it would really throw a wrench in the playoff picture. If they don't, they're probably still in anyway, and that would mean Westwood Nagani would meet up again a week from tonight with the winner hosting. Ready for the two-point try, one wide to the near side of the field. That's Pullman. Delangelo from the gun. We get a whistle blowing the play dead. And they're going to call... Something on the Patriots. Yep. I believe that's illegal formation is what they're calling. 14-0 Patriots, two one-yard rushing TDs by Taylor Delangelo. A successful two-point try the first time around, and it's been a while since Delangelo last found the end zone. It's been a lengthy delay trying to get this conversion going. Delangelo still still holding on to the ball. He's been able to give it back to the ref. Because the refs are huddled up talking. They're having a conference about where to put the ball here. And the white hat comes over, and he's assessing the penalty. I think he's waving it off. Is he? Let's see. Yeah, I think he's waving that off. All right. They decided the formation was not illegal. After all that, maybe we'll get it off this play. Maybe not. We have another whistle. And now what? Now, okay, Paul Jacobson, and what's an explanation? So he's walking over to the official wondering why. Two coaches out at the half here. <laughs> I talk with both these coaches on a weekly basis, and they are both competitors. They are not going to give up an inch tonight. Well, whatever he said, he must have satisfied Coach Jacobson for the play to go on here. See if now we can get this play going. Two-point try. 
One wide to each side, Delangelo working from the gun. Man, a step to his right, takes a snap, rolls to the right, fires in, a diving attempt, it's caught. Oh, what a great catch. Eric Anderson. Anderson. Good pressure by the Nagani Miners on that play. Delangelo had to just leap into the air and throw it with his feet off the ground, so it was a little short, but Anderson was able to come back to the ball, get his fingers under it, and then tuck and roll. It was a premature throw due to the Nagani pressure, but I tell you what, Dave, Eric Anderson runs so well. He's got great size, but he has deceptive speed. You don't look at him and think this is a speedster, but he runs really well. And when you line him up as a tight end, you force a linebacker to yeah, cover him. It's a mismatch. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And that's what's been going on here tonight. Point. And he had a key play in that pass in that first drive. Mm-hmm. Rather than just try and keep going and get to the score, he knew just get on the ball, maintain possession. We got a first down, and that was a key play so far in this game. 16-0 Westwood leading, 3.20 to play in the opening quarter, and the minor offense has not yet taken the field. Westwood scored in her opening possession, got an onside kick. Stephen Kangas the recovery. And go right back down the field and score a 27-yard drive. And I see a few more members of the hands team up there now. I have Jason Waterman on the front line of the kick return team. Jason Waterman's up there. Alex Munson's up there. They've got the hands team out there. Absolutely. Bowman directing traffic back there as to where to put people. Another squib kick. Takes a high bounce. Fumbled again. And this time Lucas Nelson just got on top of it. And it squirted away from him. I think he got back on it once again. Boy, that has been effective tonight. Hmm. It looked like Nelson tried to fall on it. As he did, the ball just kind of bounced away from his belly when he tried to trap it against the ground. He did, fortunately for him, get back on top of it, but he's frustrated with himself. And Nagani takes over first and ten at their own 30. Their first offensive series of the night, 3.20 to play in the opening quarter, and they trail 16-0. Backs in the eye, double tight end set. One receiver to the near side of the field. Waterman working under center, takes a snap, takes a handoff, and rolls out to the right. Steps, fires, got a man, and he overthrew him. Oh, he had a mismatch there. We had a we had somebody that didn't get out on coverage right there. Sergio is halfway to the hash, explaining how he'd like that done now. <laughs> intended target was the fullback, Nelson. Somebody didn't pick him up out of the backfield. Pass was just a little bit out of his range. But Waterman sold the play action really well, and he's just one heck of an athlete. Smooth, just smooth with the, with the football back there. Two wide this time, both to the near side, Munson plus Salomon. Backs in the eye, tight end far side of the field. Waterman takes a snap, nothing. and he hands off. It's Nelson, the fullback, right up the middle for nothing. Hit immediately upon getting the ball. And the first man to meet him was Ty Alderton, coming over from his left end position. Big Ty, local in there. Pavel brings up third down and nine. I'm going to say he gained one out to the 31. 2.50 to play, quarter number one. Westwood leading 16-0. Three wide in the play. Waterman will work from the gun and spread the field. Two to this side. Tied into the far side. Waterman, QB keeper, and the play's blown dead. And we have a flag on the field. It's in the backfield, and I believe that's a full start on Nagani. And it is. 
Well, that play call, Dave, looked like QB keeper running off tackle on third and nine. Yeah, they looked like they were going to try and get that edge over there. I think they were going to run off their DB and see if they could get a little seal and let Waterman just be an athlete down on the edge. It is third down and 14. Miners with the football at their own 26-yard line, 234 to play, quarter number one. Westwood leading 16-0, a big third down. Patriots going to handle their coverages because Waterman is not going to miss much. Four wide of the play. Waterman spread in the field, no tight end, trips to the far side. Bunsen goes in motion right to left. Waterman takes a snap, rolls to his right, now stepping up in the pocket. Blitz coming, tries to roll away. Waterman running out of time, and he's dropped. Boy, that was... That was started by uh, Garrett Mann, but I think cleaned up finally like e- by Eli Locola. Finished by Eli Locola. <coughs> Garrett Mann, Travis Uren were both in the backfield making life difficult for Waterman. Then Loka get, Locola gets credit for the sack. And Nagani sends the punt team out on the field. A minute 46 to play in the quarter. How'd you like to be having to kick to Pullman? <laughs> A loss of two on the play makes fourth and 16. Salmonen receives a high snap, and he gets away a high arcing kick. Pullman lets it bounce, and he gets away from it. Makes a little Nagani roll around the 30-yard line, just inside the Westwood 30, and rolls dead. And that's where the Patriots take over first down and 10. Tell you what, Dave, you couldn't ask for much better of a first quarter if you're Westwood. They're, they're coming out on Coming out and doing their job. Drives of 68 and 27 yards had both resulted in one-yard QB keepers. The PAT, at least the two-point PAT tries have been good both times. And your defense forces a net of negative six on Nagani's first offensive series. Negative six yards. Westwood's going to spread the field this time with three wide, two to the near side, and a double wing set, no tight end. Empty backfield for Delangelo, working out of the gun, standing at the 25, and it's a jet sweep coming around the end, bouncing off one would-be tackler, now just trying to get to the line of scrimmage was Pullman. Nagani's seen that play on film too many times. They sniffed it out quickly. It's going to be a loss of one. I got a sense that we missed a seal block there because Pullman did have an alley. He just couldn't get to it. Nagani closed that up in a hurry. Second 11, ball at the 29-yard line. Final minute of the opening quarter. Westwood leading 16-0. Trying to win their sixth consecutive game heading into the postseason. One receiver to each side. Double wing set. Delangelo working from the gun with an empty backfield. Pullman coming around the end. He gets a handoff again. They try the same play, and it's the same result. A loss of one. Same play the other way. And that was Nick Jacobetti who sniffed it out that time from his linebacker spot. He makes the stop for a loss. This time it looks like a loss of two. And it's third down and 13. That's what you need if you're Nagani, not just the negative yards on your uh, on defense. You need to get momentum back on your side. Yeah, they got a little momentum picked up here, and that's exactly what Nagani was lacking. Ten seconds left in the quarter. Westwood doesn't look like they're going to try and get another playoff. Still in the huddle. As the final seconds tick away, a first quarter that was dominated by the Patriots. 16-0 lead as we head to the second. We'll have it for you then here at ESPN-UP. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. 
You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Well, a scores to update you on. Still in the first quarter in Marquette. The Redmen leading Kingsford 10 to nothing with a win tonight. Marquette would win their first conference title outright since 1973. And Gwynn has opened up a 14 nothing lead over Munising. That game's still in the opening quarter. How about Marquette being able to get in? Wouldn't they be 5-4? and 5-4. Win that conference at a 5-4. and four. I don't know that that's happened a whole lot. They are projected to get into the postseason in Division Three. They're projected to win tonight and so far off to a good start. Patriots are off to a good start here, leading 16-0 as we get sent to start quarter number two, but faced with a third down and 13 from our own 27-yard line. Yeah, we got away from our inside run there, and it... Uh... They had the uh, jet sweep handled going both ways. Sun has set. We're under the lights. A chill in the air, but very pleasant for late October in week nine of the high school football season in Michigan. Playoffs will start a week from tonight, and we know both of these teams will be there. And if Westwood is there, that means ESPN-UP is going to be there. We'll have the play-by-play for you if you're not able to attend. Third down and 13. Three wide. One to this side of the field. Empty backfield. Delangelo takes a snap. Looks right. Fires that way. Puts up a deep ball down the sideline and overthrew him. Was looking for Garrett Mann, who was split out there as a wideout, and just overthrew him, and that will force Westwood's first punt of the ball game. Fourth and 13. The Ghani defense gets their first stop of the ball game. Alex Munson back deep to receive it for the Miners. Stephen Kengis to boot it away for the Patriots. 11.54 to play, quarter number two. Snap is a good one. Kengis gets a high arcing punt away. And Nagani just wants to get away from it. Takes a Westwood bounce and rolls inside the Nagani 40 before being down by Pullman. I will take that. Very nice punt by Kangas. Yep. Nice punt, good coverage. The Miners have run three offensive plays, and they've lost six yards. They had a punt on their early offensive series. All they need is someone to blow a coverage on Waterman, though, and this is going to be a, a quick score. Three wide of the play, Salmonen and Munson to this side of the field. Will loop the lone wide out to the far side. Waterman operates out of the gun. Tied into the far side of the field, takes a snap, handoff. Nash Hillier bouncing off would-be tacklers to the left side and is stacked up and thrown backwards near the 30. His forward progress, excuse me, to the 40. And his forward progress should get him about two yards, sets up second and eight. Well, Hillier stayed on his feet. you got to give him credit. Stands are absolutely packed this evening. We've got fans lined up on the track around the field. Big rivalry tonight. It's a party in the West End. Ah, two six and two 
former mid-pen teams at this time of year. This is where the this is where the football game was going to be played tonight. Three wide on the play. Shotgun formation takes a snap. And, and oh, he kept it. Fake the handoff to Hillier, and the ball might have popped loose at the end, but I think Waterman got back on top of it. Boy, <laughs> Travis, you're in uh, with uh, extreme prejudice. <laughs> Absolutely popped Waterman. Yeah. Waterman was able to save the possession. Third down and eight, ball at the 40-yard line. Oh, you got to think he's going to put it in the air here. You would think so. And a quarterback like Waterman, he's got the arm to do it. He's also got the legs. He's got the legs that even with a third down and eight, you don't feel confident that's what he's going to do. Too wide to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation. Waterman with Hillier. Step to his right. Takes a snap. Steps up in the pocket. Blitz coming. Fires across the middle. Incomplete. Was looking for Munson, but he overthrew him. Pullman was all pressure over him anyway. Yeah, Alderton with some good pressure, you know, that's affecting that pass. And the punt unit comes on. 10.05 to play, quarter number two. Patriots on top, 16-0, looking to get the ball back. Salmonen handling punting duties. Pullman back deep for Westwood. Snap is a good one. Salmonen gets it away, gets a good punt away. Angles to the right. Pullman makes the catch inside the 25. We have a return oh, on it. May on the sideline. Oh, back to the middle. Pullman trying to beat the punter toward the end zone. Tries to juke him. Salmonen dragging him down to the five. Oh, you used to see his hands go to his head. Pullman couldn't believe. <laughs> he couldn't believe Salmonen got him. He, he had the angle on him. him. Yeah, he had the angle on him. Oh, man. Salmon with a touchdown-saving tackle at the five-yard line. That was a great play by Salmonen to be able to take a kid at that kind of speed, cut off his angle, and then not fall for the juke. He, he made one heck of a play after a really good punt. <laughs> a return of 82 yards down to the five-yard line. First and goal to go for Westwood. They've got two wide in the play. Mariutza near side. Pullman to the far side. Delangelo from the gun. Anderson a wing back to the near side of the field. Man a step to Delangelo's right. And we get a whistle blowing this play dead. We have a flag thrown on the far side of the field. Boy, nobody moved anywhere. And they are calling a procedure penalty against Westwood. Boy, I didn't see anyone move, but... Kind of a tough call for us going that way. 9.47 to play in the quarter. Backs Westwood up five yards. First down goal to go at the 10-yard line. Patriots lead at 16-0. Mariuta alone wide out to the far side of the field. You have Pullman this side. Shotgun formation Delangelo. Man a step to his right. Awaits a snap from Pavo against a four-man front. Delangelo gets a snap, rolls to his right. Now he's going to tuck and run up the middle and took a shot near the seven-yard line and is brought down for a gain of three, maybe four. But it was Leo Helpy once again from his linebacker spot. Boy, Helpy looks good. He looks really good. He's made a couple of big plays tonight. Missed a few games midway through the year, an all-conference performer a year ago. Yeah, you can, you can see it. He is the anchor of that defensive unit. So Delangelo gains three to the seven, brings up second and goal. 
Patriots knocking on the door, trying to take a commanding three-score lead. Nagani has negative four yards of total offense as far tonight. One wide to each side. Pullman, the near side receiver, Delangelo from the gun. Two tight ends against a four-man front. Taylor takes a snap and rolls to his left, looking to throw. Does it? Oh. Is it caught? No. Couldn't hang on to it. Pullman had a chance at that ball even after it was tipped. Dove to the ground, couldn't haul it in. It's third down and goal from the seven. No, to kill him as it was tipped. It still hit him between the numbers, but he lost sight of it. Minor defense trying to make a huge stop, but you know this is two down territory. They need a big stop here. 8.55 to play in the first half. Westwood leading 16-0. And Scott Sergilo wants to use a timeout. You can't take them with you. <laughs> got to use them here. You got nine minutes to use them. And they're all gone. <laughs> Scott Sergilo uses his final timeout here in the second quarter. And I tell you what, if you're looking for a safe and sound community bank, then look to N-Bank. From business loans to home mortgages and everything in between, they're in your corner just around the corner. Stop in to visit any of the seven Marquette County locations. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Art Van Furniture of Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same families who've been serving our community since 1971 at Household Appliance. The Midwest leader in furniture and mattress. Visit ArtVan.com to see their weekly ads and preview their selection. Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game. Be sure to check them out. They uh, support our educational efforts from our schools and teachers as well. And Eagle Mind is looking for new members to join their team. Look for job opportunities by visiting eaglemind.com forward slash careers for more information. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bose, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. As the Patriots try to move to 7-2 and two to close a regular season, finish third place in the West Pack. A third down and goal to go at the 7. Patriots lead at 16-0. The Miners have run six offensive plays for a total of negative four yards. Their defense has to, absolutely has to keep Westwood out of the end zone here. Both of these teams, you know, are playoff bound. Two wide, both to the far side of the field. Delangelo works from the gun. This time it's not man to his left. It's Chad Pullman. Delangelo waits a snap from Pavo, gets it, and he hands off on the end of him. Pulled everybody into the end zone. What a great call. It's Eric Anderson. <laughs> Untouched. Fooled everybody. He got the defense going one way. Delangelo was going the other, but then he fooled everyone by handing off to Anderson. You were the only one in the booth that saw it. <laughs> what a play call by Scott Sergila. We were all fooled. You're the only one that had the call on that, Tanner. I don't know where the ball was. <laughs> and Westwood takes a three-score lead with 8.49 to play until halftime. A seven-yard touchdown run. For Eric Anderson. So now the two-point try. Westwood's been very good in these last couple of weeks. There were five for five two-point tries at Gogibic. Two for two so far tonight. Delangelo for the gun. Pullman a step to his right. Rolls out to his left. Looking in zone. Fires in. It was on the money but dropped. I think Pullman took his eyes off the ball before he secured it. And the two-point try goes for not. 
So 8.49 to go here in the first half, and Westwood leads it 22 to nothing. And Dave, I tell you what, on Nagani's side, they're already down three scores. They've only run six plays, and they've gone for negative four yards. They really have had a non-existent rushing game tonight. they got to get some kind of rhythm going here to take this off. These Patriot kids are just starting to have just plain fun and it's always tough to play against a team that's just laughing and giggling while they're while they're putting one on you. They got to get something rolling here, some kind of momentum. Right now, it does it just doesn't look like Nagani's matching up well with Westwood. They're looking to throw the ball much more than they are to run, and the linebackers are just pinning their ears back and going after Waterman, not giving him much time at all. No, it's been good pressure. You got to credit to the to the line, you know. Jackson Vidlin and Pavo and Alderton and uh, local uh, have, have put pressure on when they've needed it and Waterman has had to hurry a few passes and there's just such explosive players on the Patriot team there's explosive players that are on the bench <laughs> they don't see as much time a much so, much you know, deeper bench now yeah, that skill the skill positions are are awful tough 22 to nothing Westwood leading Holman set to boot it away, and again, got to watch out. Get your hands team up there. Right-footed kicker approaches, sends another low-line drive squib kick, and it is fielded and fallen upon near the 40-yard line. I'd take that. I'd take that for the big man. I'm all right with that if you're Nagani. 70. That was Michael Delangelo. Yeah, Mike, (laughs) I'd take that all day if I'm Mike Delangelo. Good play, young man. So first was, and ten. That was the cleanest field of a of a kickoff we've had yet, Tanner, by the Nagani Miners. Ball at the 35. How about this, Dave? An update from Hopkins. Menominee leading 14-8 after one quarter. UP power going down a there. A Menominee win would really throw a wrench in these playoff plans. Got to take care of business tonight first. Three wide of the play. Waterman from the shotgun. One receiver to this side. Takes a snap, makes a handoff, and rolls to the left. Blitz coming. Now he's going to tuck it and just try and run it. He's wrapped up and sacked. Westwood is just dominating the line of scrimmage right now. It was Eric Anderson, the linebacker, who gets credit for the sack. A loss of three, and it's second and 13. And it's cliche, Dave, but Westwood is just flat-out winning up at the line. It all starts up front, and Nagani's offensive line just has not been able to give their quarterback any time. 8-12 to play, quarter number two. 22-0 Westwood. Two receivers bolt to this side. Waterman working from the gun. No tight end. Westwood shows blitz. Takes a snap. Handoff. Hillier right up the middle. And Hillier has a seam. Hillier brought down near the first down marker. I think just a yard short. Anderson made the stop. Really the first sign of life from the Nagani offense tonight. Boy, they were taking a chance, too, on a blitz. And it worked out perfectly for Nagani. They blitzed to the outside. And Hillier went right up the middle. It's third down and inches. Ball resting at the 45. Less than a yard from the first down marker. Two wide to each side. Delangelo 
Stepping up to the line, he's going to work under center, tries to power right up the middle. He's stacked up and thrown backwards. Did his forward progress get him enough? No. I don't think it did. <laughs> he's still on the other side of the, of the 45 there. He might have lost half a yard based on where they're looking like they're going to spot the ball. He changed the cadence up at the line and got under center and just trying to sneak it. And it's going to be fourth down in inches. The Patriot defense holds. The interior tackles, Locola, Buzino, the ends, Alderton and company. They got right up there and they plugged that hole and it's fourth down in inches. And the offense is staying on the field for Nagani. Got to, down 22-0 at this point. Four wide in the play, two to each side. Waterman working right under center. One man backfield, Hillier. Waterman looking like he's trying to draw him off sides with the hard count. Now they just use a timeout. Job by the Patriots right there. Then he went on the hard count. They were trying to give West, uh, get Westwood to give him the free first down. 6.15 to play, first half, 22-0, Westwood on top. You know, and Paul Jacobson still has those timeouts. Like you said, Dave, you can't take them with you. You know you got to go for it here, but I'm okay with that. Wind the clock down, see if you can get them to jump. You got the timeouts to do it. I still can't believe that you can't line up Jason Waterman mm-hmm. right at the line there and get four inches with him. That was one of the biggest causes of concern for Westwood coming into this year. How would the line stack up? Losing so many talented guys up front, being so small compared to the rest of the landscape. And the line has been a lot more than I think anybody thought they could be or would be this year. Credit to the work of Brad Wilgenin. He's had to change his game a little bit and teach these kids how to play low with speed. and They're giving away size, so their technique has to be just about perfect. Well, did you know the First Bank has offices in Ishpeming, Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop and soon to meet the team. First Bank, they're proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Four wide on the play, Luke, Munson, Salmonen, and Tanner Kane out there in the slot. Shotgun formation, Waterman on fourth and inches, takes a snap, design QB keeper all the way off the right tackle, diving for the line to gain. I think he's got it, he does. Yep, first down. But he paid the price for it. Took a shot from Matt Pavo, who comes up in the bottom of the pile. He paid the price for it. The Waterman moves the sticks for Nagani for the first time tonight. Ball resting at the Nagani 47-yard line as we hit the six-minute mark here in quarter number two. Hey, our halftime show will continue to check the out-of-town scoreboard. Get to the scoring summary, numbers, recap, what have you. One wide on this play. That's Munson to the near side of the field. Double tight end set. Pitch goes out to Hillier. Rolling to the left side. Now he's going to cut it back up the middle. He's going to lose about three or four yards. Just nothing there. And a face mask there. I think his hand just went across the face mask on that tackle. Is there a flag thrown? I believe there's a flag on the Patriots for a face mask. Mason Mariuzza came up to make the tackle. I haven't seen a signal yet, and there yeah, it is. First and foul face mask. 
That's the most positive play for the Miners tonight. Yep. 5.35 to play here in quarter number two. 22-0 Westwood on top. But the Miners starting to move the football. With the penalty, that takes the ball down to the Westwood 41-yard line. Three wide, check that, four wide on the play, two to each side. Waterman working out of the gun with no tight ends against a four-man front defensively, takes a snap, rolls to his left, now steps up and fires that way, a deep ball, down the sideline intercepted! <laughs> and brought down immediately at the 11-yard line. And who is that masked man? I believe it's Chad Pullman. No, Zach Carlson. It is Zach Carlson. Zach Carlson had it. Boy, it was tough to tell in that rugby scrum of bodies down there. He ball hawked that right out of there. He caught that in traffic. He started this year playing both defensive back spots, corner and safety. Since been moved to linebacker, but he was out there on coverage with there being four wide, and he picks off Waterman first and ten. Westwood at their own eleven. It stalls Nagani's most promising drive of the night. Backs in the eye. Delangelo under center takes a snap. Handoff. Travis Uren going right up the middle. And Uren gains three to the 14-yard line. It brings up second down and seven as we hit the five-minute mark. You're going to see Coach Sergio just try and grind some clock off to finish this half. Again, these two teams projected to meet in the first round of the playoffs next week, but... Menominee with a win tonight could change all that. And again, at last update, they lead Hopkins 14-8 after one quarter. One wide to each side. Backs in the eye with Delangelo working under center. Tight end to the near side of the field. A four-man run defensively for the Miners. Takes a snap. Pitches. Anderson cutting it up the middle. Anderson has a first down carry and then some before being brought down as he hit the second level. That was Finn Helpy who came up to make the stop for the Miners, but not before Anderson with a first down carry. What a Helpy family has been a component on the defense for the Nagani Miners here tonight. They have played some big roles throughout this season. First down carry to the 25-yard line. Patriots lead it 22 to nothing, 4.08 to play, quarter number two. One wide to each side. Backs in the eye with Delangelo under center. Four-man front for the Miners. Takes a snap. Handoff. Anderson right up the middle. Anderson dies forward near the 35, 30-yard line. Excuse me, 30-yard line. It's a gain of close to five. So second down and five upcoming. 3.39 to play in the first half. And again, Westwood with no timeout, so if they do want to keep this on the ground and keep grinding the clock out, going to have to do it with a sense of urgency. One wide to each side, Mariut's the near side, backs in the eye. Tight end Alderton, far side of the field. Delangelo under center against a four-man front defensively, takes a snap, handoff. Anderson going right up the middle, dies forward for three. 
And it brings up third down at about two as we hit the three-minute mark here in the quarter. Patriots with the football right around the Nagani 33-yard line. I tell you what, Dave, could not ask for much better of a first half, especially defensively if you're Westwood. No, just keep the, keep the pressure on right now and let the clock be your friend. One wide to each side. Receiver to the far side goes in motion. That's man. Delangelo takes a snap. Handoff. Anderson running off tackle. Right side brought down near the line to gain. An awful tired of tackling Anderson out there. And he does have enough to move the sticks. <laughs> He's bringing a lot when he gets there. Clock stops momentarily while they reset the chains. 2.30 to play first half. Again, Westwood with no timeouts. Football is sitting at the Westwood 35-yard line. Clock has started up again. Westwood wants to get the ball in the end zone this drive. They're probably going to have to do it by throwing at least once or twice. One wide to each side. Receiver far side goes in motion. That's Mann. Lines up as a wing to the near side. Handoff. Anderson again going right at the middle. Anderson has a gain of five. He's brought down to the 40 by Will Luke. Boy, same play every time. That's the same play. <laughs> Keeps working for three, four, five yards a time. Problem for Westwood is a minute 43 to play in the first half. Clock rolling. You still have 60 yards to go and no timeouts. Patriots may be looking for the knockout punch here in this first half, leading 22 to nothing. Man wide out to the far side of the field. Pullman to the near side. Backs in the eye for Delangelo working under center. Delangelo takes a snap, fakes a handoff, dropping back to pass, putting up a deep ball for Pullman down the sideline. It is dropped. Diving attempt. He couldn't haul it in. He almost, he, he had a, I don't think Delangelo could get enough on it. No, pass was underthrown. And it brings up third and five in the 40 with a minute 10 to play in the first half. Don't forget to tune in to our Saturday morning coaches show tomorrow. Hear from the coaches in Marquette County. Get their thoughts on how Friday night went for their squads. Third and five. That starts at 9 a.m., by the way, tomorrow morning here in ESPN-UP. Two wide, both to the far side on third and five. Man goes in motion. That's Pullman. And now three wide. Delangelo, handoff, goes to Anderson, fighting his way up the middle. He's brought down short of the line to gain. And it will be fourth down. And Paul Jacobson is not going to try to stop the clock. As we hit the one-minute mark, he's got two timeouts left. He's going to hold on to them. Fourth down, and it looks like about three yards to go. So far, no indication the punt team's coming on yet, Dave. No, I'm... <laughs> it's like they might be keeping the offense out there on fourth and three at their own 42. Going to let the clock wind down as much as possible. Delangelo, not even talk with oh, Coach Surge by the side. They're just going to yeah. take the delay of game. He's going to take the delay of game and then punt the ball. Yep. 21 seconds as the clock continues to roll. And finally, the whistle blows. 17 seconds left here in the first half. Westwood will take the five-yard penalty and then send the punt team out. 
22 to nothing. Westwood leading the Ghani. We've got the numbers, recap, scoring summary all coming up at halftime. Plus, we'll continue to look at the out-of-town scoreboard and see how it may affect the playoff picture. Playoff brackets are released Sunday night. Patriots with a win tonight very likely could host a playoff game next week for the first time in school history. Not a guarantee, but it's a likely scenario. Kangas on to boot it away. He's had a big night. Onside kick recovery. Gets a snap, stomach high, and gets away a really nice high arcing kick. And Nagani just gets away from it. Westwood lets it roll inside the 35. And it will be downed at the 32. So six seconds left. I don't think Nagani wants to push the envelope. I think they're ready to just take this to halftime. I'd be taking a knee and chalkboarding this to see if you can come up with a solution. They forced a couple of punts here in the last few possessions. They're starting to get things figured out defensively. But offensively, it's been a really tough night for the Miners. Just nothing has been going for them. They're spreading the field with four wide, two to each side. Waterman working out of the gun, tight end to the far side of the field. Takes a snap. They are going to run a play, and they hand off to Nelson, who's got a seam up the middle. Nelson across midfield. Nelson into the secondary and is brought down just inside the 45. Best play they had all game. Oh. And with that, we have hit halftime. Westwood leading 22 to nothing. We've got the recap summary and a look at the out-of-town scoreboard all coming up here in the halftime show. You're listening to Patriot Football on ESPN-UP. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, information, visit stayactiveup.com. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Enter Hoops Day. Bose Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. 22 to nothing. Westwood leading at halftime of this Week 9 Westpac contest. The scoring summary, a couple of one-yard QB keepers for Taylor Delangelo in the first quarter, and the two-point tries went to Eric Anderson on both occasions to take a 16-0 lead. Anderson found the end zone on a touchdown uh, visit from seven yards out at the 849 mark in the second quarter. Two-point try fails, and that's where we stand. Westwood leading 22 to nothing. I tell you what, Dave, Westwood's defense has been outstanding tonight. A couple of plays for Nagani. They're right around the 25-yard mark uh, as far as total offense tonight. But 
the defense on Westwood's side has just been the story of this one. And, and Nagani's starting to figure things out on that side of the ball. But the Patriot defense, especially up front, has been the difference. No, we've had uh, somebody as Johnny on a spot every time. Every time they've got a little bit of momentum going, which we've been able to... Uh, you know, curtail that and contain uh, Waterman so far. Uh, but he's such a dangerous athlete. You know that Coach Jacobson, you can see it just before the half there. You know, he's going to have to uh, whiteboard this a little bit here at halftime, but they're going to have something that they come out with. Uh, and, um, you know, that's a that's a very veteran coaching staff, and they're going to have something that they can go to for this second half. Looking around the UP scoreboard tonight, Marquette leading 24 to nothing against Kingsford. That game in the second quarter, Redmen on the verge of a conference championship. Their first outright since 1973. Good for the Redmen. That score holds absolutely. Here from Eric Mason tomorrow on the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. By the way, uh, Gwynn leading Munising 14-0. That game is at halftime. The Model Towners trying to crack the win column for the first time this year. Elsewhere, let's see who else do we have out here. A lot of interesting games going around. This ninth it. game of the year, you know, of course, we had a few games last night. Ishmering taking care of business, getting themselves back into the playoffs. Got some high playoff points. Looks like somebody's going to have to go down into the swamp. Ishmering's always dangerous down there, a tough place to play, Tanner. Absolutely. You look at it, and you know, we've got some good ones around the year. We've got Hancock leading Houghton 15-6. to That game is also at halftime. We'll take a time out as we continue to check the out-of-town scoreboard, and we'll have more here from the West End on ESPN-UP. You combine a century of truck-building know-how with 7 million miles of testing, you don't just get any old truck. You get one that's bigger, stronger, and lighter than the previous generation. One that's built on the legacy of the most dependable, long-lasting, full-sized pickups on the road. You get a Silverado. The bold, fluid design of the all-new Silverado isn't just for show. Like the rest of the truck, it's here to work. No matter if you're an experienced hauler or just joining the Silverado family for the first time, you'll be able to choose the truck that's right for you. So climb into the all-new Silverado now and find new roads at Fox Nagani. Man, I love my UP life. With free pickup and delivery for all service work. Box Nagani, experience the difference. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Hustle delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that, but why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art band furniture, locally owned, US 41 West, Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjork and Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjork and Zulke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. Bjork and Zulke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. This is ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the field. Chad Pullman, 
DV Senior. My favorite animal to visit at the zoo is probably the gorillas. A hot dog is not a sandwich. My favorite athlete is probably Jalen Ramsey. My go-to game day meal is probably just a couple sandwiches, bowl of cereal. The goofiest teammate is Ty Alderton. My favorite restaurant is probably Sherry's. This is Chad Pullman, you're listening to Westwood Football ESPN-UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the West End. Tanner Hoops alongside Dave Bose. Thomas Dunstan in the studio. Glad to have you along as the Westwood Patriot team leads Nagani 22 to nothing at halftime of this Week 9 Westpac contest. Again, very possible they could meet up again next week in the first round of the postseason. And we have to wait and see what the Menominee score de facto would end up being. That would uh, play a large part in this. But I tell you what, Dave, it is senior night here at the stadium. The fall athletes were honored, the football players and their parents out there on the track. They had the cheerleaders across country runners. And they're doing the same thing here with the band here at halftime. You love to see it. Yeah, the band's just coming off of going down to Northern, being invited down there for band day. All the area bands from uh, this area get to play down there for the uh, Northern Grand Valley game with Northern's band. It was fantastic. Uh, Gordy Erickson just does a great job. You could hear how they sounded tonight. They looked great. Gordy was, you know, the bird dog and trying to get us uniforms and get us set up so you're not running around out there in a windbreaker. And, you know, and he's just done a great job with our band here. We're really proud of him and proud of our band. A lot to be proud of here at Westwood High School. You've got all sports that are getting into full swing. Volleyball getting set for the district tournament here coming up uh, before too long. And, of course, uh, cross country with a big week here this last week, wrapping up the season at the UP Finals. Tennis, obviously, their accomplishments a couple of weeks ago. Still very proud of uh, what they've done and their work. It's just a good time to be a Patriot, Dave. I know it always is, but when you're bringing home awards, accolades, your athletes, your band members, everyone's performing like this, it makes it a little bit sweeter. Yeah, it just it's nice to have somebody recognizing your hard work, and that's what we always talk about. You know, it's it's nice to have somebody recognize that. You know, you said you talked a little bit about our cross-country teams culminating this year, some of the boys putting in some great times. Uh, down at Gantz's golf course where the UPs worked, running in Division One, that's always tough. Our girls, I think, tied for fourth or fifth right there, did a good job. We had uh, Elizabeth Williams finishing a top 15 All-State runner. Um, just a really good year for uh, for that program and for, for Coach Hill and uh, the work he put in. I tell you what, it is halftime once again. Westwood leading 22 nothing over Nagani. It's two rivals. They always end the regular season with each other. They have every year since 1978. And Westwood hoping to come away with their third straight win in this series and finish at 7-2. and two. And you look at this Westwood program, Dave, and it's really, really cool to see the progress that's been made here over the last few years. 8-1 and one regular season two years ago, 7-2 and two last year. On the verge, maybe one half away from 7-2 and two again this year as this program continues to head in the right direction. You know, you see Coach Sergio coming in, and he said, I want to make uh, being in the playoffs the norm. And, uh, boy, five years and uh, four of those five he's been in, you know. So, you know, you got to credit him and a great staff uh, that he works with um, to be able to show that much progress in our kids. You know, we didn't have 
a ton of wins at the JV level this year, but a lot of those kids are up on the varsity. But uh, one thing we saw is we saw those kids improve all year and learn how to play our style of football, and that's the most important thing to Coach Sergio. There is no JV football state championship, he always says. Um, he said, I want them to learn our system. That's what that JV program, that's their main function, not necessarily getting wins. Wins are always nice, but I want you to learn how to play football the way we play football here you know, for the Patriots. Week 9 of the high school football season, Westwood knows that they're going to be playing postseason football next week. The only question is who and where. I tell you what, before we hit another timeout, Wilderness Sports is proud of featured clothing items for you and your school. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logo of your favorite squad. And Big Boy Restaurant Marquette has room for you and your team. Enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffets with room for everyone to sit together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. Check it out next time you're here. I tell you what, Dave, it is a busy time for Westwood Patriot Athletics as well. I alluded to a little bit earlier, volleyball districts coming up. Westwood gets to host that this year. And uh, let's see, about, what is it, a month from this weekend, we'll be tipping off basketball season. Oh, it's hard to even, hard to even <laughs> think about that. It's gone. It seems like you and I just sat down on a warm August night for our first game of football, and here we are in the ninth game already. Are so. these not the fastest weeks of the year? They certainly are. Weeks right here. Let's take another time out. More on our halftime show coming up after this on ESPN-UP. When is the last time you reviewed your mortgage loan rate? Is it time to look at refinancing? Rates are low, so now is the perfect time to talk to your MBank mortgage lender about your options. Refinancing can potentially lower your monthly mortgage payment, help you pay off your mortgage faster, or let you get cash out for that project you've been planning. Let an MBank mortgage lending specialist help you decide if it's time to refinance. Call or visit your local MBank branch to get started today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Nishpilly. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Well, we welcome you back, Tanner Hoops, Day Bose, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Glad to have you along, as always. Senior night festivities continue on. we got the dance team out there. What have they been doing, Dave? Have they been having a busy schedule lately? Yeah, well, certainly they're working on a little bit of Mambo Number no. 5, and we keep saying that we're going to get you down there one of these days and see some of the Tanner Hoops <laughs> sizzling dance moves. I tell you what, I, if you've been saying that for a long time, it's never been to me. It's the first time hearing of it. <laughs> Why? You don't need much of an invitation. I, you don't I, I, dance right now. <laughs> I tell you what, looking at scores from around the UP, a 21-3 halftime lead for Escanaba. They're on top of Schwartz Creek. Halftime, Marquette, a 24 to nothing lead over Kingsford as they try to clinch a conference championship outright for the first time in almost 50 years. End of one period down in Big Rapids, Northern Michigan hockey tied with Ferris State. Those two scoreless after one period of play as the Miners get set to come onto the field to start their second half warm-ups. 
who's clinching in 50 years, Tanner? Who is that? That would be Marquette clinching their first conference title outright. Conference title. Conference title. Gosh. The Redmen trying to do it with a 5-4 and four record and see if they can get themselves off the bubble for Sunday night when the postseason brackets come out. And again, no matter where Westwood is or who they're playing next Friday night or Saturday, that means ESPN-UP will be there. We'll have the play-by-play for you all postseason long. Oh, how could you not listen to us? <laughs> you and me, Dave. That's oh, what they're here for. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's take a, another timeout. More in the halftime show after this on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome the final regular season week of high school football with these deals. Bone-in fryer chicken breasts, a family pack for just a dollar a pound. Smithfield semi-boneless pork butt roast, a family pack for $1.66 a pound. Black Angus boneless chuck tender steak or roast, $3.99 a pound. Brayburn and Gala apples or Bartlett pears, a tote bag, a dollar a pound. And Jack's Rising Crust Pizza, 25 to 28 ounces, three for 11 bucks. Prices are good through Saturday, October 26th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Tune to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN UP. Danner Hoops Day Bows with you, getting set to start half number two. Patriots on top, 22 to nothing over Nagani. I tell you what, defensively, Dave, Westwood again has been outstanding tonight. That has been the story, holding Nagani to unofficially 35 total yards in that first half, and a lot of that came on that last play. Yeah, you know, we're going to kick off to them here, so the defense is going to have a chance to get out and see what kind of adjustment that, uh, you know, Coach Jacobson and his his staff made here at, at the half. So, well, Westwood with a set of downs coming up right away. Westwood with a few different scoring drives, three different scoring drives. They've gone long, they've gone short offensively, defensively holding Nagani to unofficially 35 yards of total offense, plus forcing two uh, turnovers. And then on special teams, recovering that onside kick, Stephen Kangas did so. It all adds up to Westwood leading 22 to nothing and looking to put the finishing touches on a Week 9 rivalry victory. And again, I said this in the pregame day that Westwood on the field, and this stems from a conversation I had with Coach Serge earlier this week, he talked about winning the neighborhood, and that means beating Ishpeming and beating Nagani. And he couldn't remember the last time Westwood did that in the same season. Now, two years ago, Westwood did beat Nagani in a blowout. Excuse me, last year was a blowout. The uh, one I'm referring to was a nail-biter. They 
beat uh, Nagani a really good game, a shootout. Two years ago, Ishpeming forfeited that game. So last time that Westwood won on the field against both Ishpeming and Nagani, 1992. And a chance to replicate that for the first time in almost 30 years if they can hold on and play another really good half of football. Here we go. Beautiful clear night, a little chill in the air. You'll have that in week nine, but no snow. We're thankful for. <laughs> I'm thankful for. Are you snow guy, Dave? Well, not uh, in October. Not in October, right. <laughs> not uh, not any time uh, prior to deer season. <laughs> Great crowd on hand this evening. Stands are full to the brim. People lined up around the track. Patriots out there. They're ready to kick off. And Nagani sends their return team out there as well. So the Patriots will operate from right to left across your radio dial. And Nagani is going to load the front line just in case there's another one of those tricky squid kicks. Pullman, right-footed kicker, has it teed up. Against the whistle, he approaches. And he sends another squid that bounces off one body, and it's loose, and I think Nelson got on it for Nagani. He did. That was a line drive that just deflected off the gold pants of somebody on the front line and rolled to Nelson. He just had to dive on top of it, which he did. Yeah, nice job by Nelson getting on that one. Oh, it's first and ten for Nagani again, trailing 22 nothing as we start the second half of play here in the West End. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes, and Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. First and ten, Miners at their own 37. They've got three wide of the play, two to the near side. Waterman works out of the shotgun, tied into the far side of the field. Waterman takes a snap, running off tackle, left side, has a block, trying to hit the corner. He escapes one man and is finally forced out as he crosses the 40 near the 45. He did get the corner there a little bit. Had a really nice block to the far side of the field. That was Logan Shottier sealed off his man. And that's where this game has really been lopsided. The line of scrimmage. Nagani just really hasn't made very many good plays up front. They did right there. Second down and five. Ball on the left hash. Two wide, one to each side. Shotgun formation. Waterman on the hard count, takes a snap, QB keeper going right up the middle, right into the teeth of that red, white, and blue defense. He's brought down for a gain of one. Hey, an update from Hopkins, Dave. Menominee leading four, 30, excuse me, 34 to 32. Oh, a bit of a shootout. Shootout there. there. A Menominee win means Westwood is probably going on the road for the first round of the playoffs next week. It's third down and four, ball at the 43-yard line. Spreading the field with four wide in the play. Kane and Munson to the near side. Luke and Salmon and out to the far side. Four-man front defensively. Waterman, QB keeper, running for it on third and four. He's got it on third and four. He's got the corner and is forced out of bounds as he lowers his shoulder near midfield. Out closer near the 45. A big gain to move the sticks for Jason Waterman. Mason Mariuzza came up to make the stop from his corner position. And it's first and ten for Nagani. 
Boy, and stop he did. Wood <laughs> Waterman has taken some shots already in this game. He's a tough kid. Degani's found some success spreading the ball around and going with a one-back set, and that's what they're doing here. Got one receiver to the far side of the field, two to this side, no tight end. Shotgun formation, the handoff goes to Hillier, bouncing off one would-be tackler, but not a second, dragged down by Garrett Mann as he got near the 40. Gain of about five, and it brings up second down and five. Miners moving the football. 10.41 to play here in quarter number three. Westwood leading 22 to nothing. Two first quarter touchdown runs for Taylor Delangelo. Eric Anderson had one in the second quarter. That's two for three on two-point tries tonight. Three wide, one to the near side. Shotgun formation. Waterman standing at the Westwood 45, takes a snap, and he hands off. Hillier going up the middle, has a seam. First down and then some, but he's finally brought down inside the 30. And he ran right into Chad Pullman, who was playing corner, and made the tackle. Never saw him. He was just trying to make a cut. But Hillier, I tell you what, Dave, a couple explosive runs for him up the middle. Yeah, great run right there. Lose the sticks. And Nagani... Has a first down at the Westwood 26-yard line. Ten-minute mark here in quarter number three. Two wide, both to the far side of the field. One wide near side, that's Will Luke. Tied into the far side. Shotgun, Waterman takes a snap. Handoff, Hillier going right up the middle again, and Hillier has close to ten. Now, Hillier got a little bit of a block from the referee there. He screamed Delangelo, so Delangelo couldn't come up and make the hit. Good block up front by Helpy as well from his right tackle spot. Going to give him a gain of eight, so it's second down and two. Ball at the Patriot, 18-yard line. 9.25 to play. Miners putting together their best drive of the game so far. They were down 16-0 before the offense even took the field. One wide to the far side of the field, two to the near. Shotgun for Waterman. Lucas Nelson goes in motion. Now they got trips out to the near side. Waterman, QB keeper, running to the right, trying to get the corner, and he couldn't. Zach Carlson, the linebacker, came up and makes a tackle for a loss. He knew what Waterman was doing that time. Brings him down for a loss of, it looks like, one maybe. Back to the 19, third down and three. 8.43 to play, quarter number three. 22-0 Westwood leading. They do have a kicking game, Dave. They do have a really reliable kicker with Salmon, and his range gets to about 40, 45 yards. But you need six here. Right now, you gotta, you got to score. This Even a sustained drive like this is a success for Nagani right now. Third down and three, Waterman from the gun. Hands off, Hillier, bouncing off one would-be tackler, diving for the pylon, for the first down pylon, I should say. Short. Uh, he's going to be short by a couple of yards. Bring up a fourth down. Fourth down and three. Officially goes as no gain. Ball at the 19-yard line as we're inside eight minutes to play third quarter. I'll tell you what, I'm, Jacobson, I'm leaving the ball in Waterman's hands. Mm-hmm. Go with my best athlete. 
Let him make a play for you. Make a play for you. That's exactly right, Tanner. Spreading the field with four wide, and this is where they've been most successful tonight when they run twins to each side. Waterman for the gun on fourth and three. Ball at the Westwood 19. Going on the hard count, and now we get a whistle. Good discipline by the Patriots. Yep, timeout called by Paul Jacobson. They're trying to draw him off sides. Well, I tell you what, Super One Foods in Agani Marquette support the players tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. If you're looking for a higher level of service, then look to Embers Credit Union. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family, and they support the efforts of all in tonight's game. And Peninsula Glassinado knows there are some real advantages to buying these vehicles. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glassinado looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Thank you to all of our sponsors for your support of Westwood Patriot Athletics. We couldn't do it without you. 7.27 to play third quarter. Patriots leading 22 to nothing. Nagani faced with a fourth down and three. Ball at the Westwood 19. I'll tell you what, Dave. If I'm, if I'm Paul Jacobson right now, I think I'm going with that QB keeper off tackle. Yeah, spread them out. Try and get the Patriots down to as few in the box as you can. Make them respect the fact that you're going out. Got to spread them because otherwise Westwood just pins their ears back, sends a linebacker blitz, and the minor line just hadn't been able to be up to the task against it. You've got three wide in the play, two to the near side. Waterman standing at the 25 awaiting the shotgun snap. Gets it from Tutunt, rolls out to the left side, fires, got a man under throw it. Did he catch it off the turf? Caught he him. did, but I don't know if he has the first down. No, he caught it, but that might be short. It was caught by Munson. He had to dive to make the catch, and I don't know that he got the first down. They might have to bring the chains out for this one, but he looks like he's short. And they are bringing the chains out. No signal yet. And it is short. Wow. Waterman had him, and he underthrew it. Munson was open, but he had to dive, sacrifice yardage to make the catch. He did pick it cleanly, but not enough to move the sticks, and Westwood's defense holds inside the 20. 7.21 to play, quarter number three. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. First down and 10 Westwood. All just inside their 17-yard line, leading 22 to nothing. Two wide, one to each side. Backs in the eye as Delangelo works under center against a four-man front. Anderson, the deep back. Wide out, goes in motion. That's Garrett Mann, and the pitch does go to Anderson. Gets a block, and he's got room down the sideline. Now cuts it up the middle, back out to the sideline before being wrapped up after a gain of nearly 20. What a good stiff arm at the end of that by Anderson. Eric Salmonen came up to make the stop defensively, but Anderson found the secondary, and he races out to the 40-yard line. Officially, that is a gain of 23. Tanner Kane took a stiff arm right there. He's not going to forget soon. 7.04 to play, quarter number three. And I tell you what, Dave, whenever you see Delangelo under center, he's not going to drop back and pass very often if he's in that formation. That tells you Scott Sergio just wants to grind this thing out. But he's got Delangelo in the shotgun this time. 
Two wide, bolt to the far side. Man, a step to the right of Delangelo, takes a snap, and he's going to go right up the middle. Delangelo brought down for a gain of maybe six, out to the 46-yard line. We do have a flag down, however. 6.36 to play in the quarter, stops the clock momentarily, and it's holding on Westwood. 22 to nothing, Westwood leading Nagani. Minor defense, a long sustained drive, a sustained drive. They got within the Patriot 20-yard line, but could not convert. Delangelo brings in the plank off on the sideline with the flag and sets Westwood up at the 35, first and 15. Two wide, bolt to the far side of the field, shotgun formation, Delangelo, four-man front defensively for the Miners. Delangelo. With man a step to his right, takes a snap, and cuts right up the middle. Delangelo's got the penalty yards, and then some into the secondary. Has a first down before being brought down across midfield. Boy, that's a backbreaker. That is a backbreaker if you're Nagani on defense, and you just get uh, you make a stop after a five-yard gain. You get the advantage of that hold, and then Delangelo turns around and goes 14 yards on you for a first down. Out to the 48-yard line of Nagani. Clock starts up again as the chains have been reset. Six-minute mark here, third quarter. Westwood 22-0 with the football and driving. Two wide to the near side. Pullman and Mariuzza. Shotgun for Delangelo. Takes a snap. QB keeper right up the middle to the 45 and is brought down shortly thereafter. Leo Helpy there to make the stop. Games three to bring up second down and seven. Patriots with a win will have won seven games or more in three consecutive regular seasons, also a first in school history. Continue to look around the out-of-town scoreboard when we get the opportunity to do so. Still at halftime, Menominee leading 34-32 on Hopkins. Shotgun formation, Delangelo, QB keeper, right at the middle, first down in the secondary, down the sideline, and is brought down inside the 30. Salmonen came up to make the stop, but Delangelo keeps finding the secondary, spotting the ball at the 26 of Nagani. Boy, you can see the demeanor of the Nagani players changing. I feel like if Westwood can find the end zone here, it would be... An 83-yard touchdown drive after a stop inside the red zone. That is going to be disheartening for the Nagani Miner. Could potentially be the backbreaker. First down, ball at the 26. Two wide, bolt to the far side. Mariuzza, then Pullman in the slot. Shotgun formation, Delangelo, man, a step to his right. Delangelo takes a snap, QB keeper, he's got a block to the right side, he's got a first down and then some inside the 15, cuts it back to the 10 and is brought down, it'll be first and goal. Patriots just moving the football at will right now, dominating the line of scrimmage. Other scores to update you on, Gwynn leading 22-0 over Munising, that game in the third quarter. End of three, Hancock 21-6. They lead Houghton. 
Marquette 31-0 over Kingsford. That game in the third quarter. Oof. Marquette putting it together. They look good, good for the Redmen. Even earlier this year. Good for the Redmen. We got to see them a little bit up in Calumet. A scrimmage that we had before the year started. Marquette looked good. They threw the pill around and spread it out and had quite an offense. Timeout. Timeout called by Westwood. 3.43 to play here in the third quarter. 22-0. The Patriots knocking on the door for what could be the backbreaker. Well, I tell you what, make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Get active, be active, stay active, active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Nagani. Check them out at stackofup.com for more info. And Eagle Mine is still looking for new people to join their team. Look for job opportunities by searching eaglemine.com forward slash careers into uh, your search engine of choice for more information. A clear, crisp, chilly evening here in late October. But I'll take this day for late October. I'm okay with this. Feels good for the guys down there. <laughs> True. I don't bad. know if they feel a thing down there, to be honest. Not so bad in the booth. It's all right up here. <laughs> so bad in the booth. It is first down and goal from the nine. 3.43 to play here in the third quarter. Still a great crowd on hand. Stands are full. People are lined up on the track around the field. The proximity of these schools, about two miles from campus to campus, means that you're going to get a really full stadium. That's what we have here on this Friday evening in late October. First and goal for the nine, Westwood. Thinking about a dagger here. Got two to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation for Delangelo with man a step to his left. Delangelo takes a snap. QB keeper up the middle. Cuts out to the right now and is brought down near the five. Boy, that is not where that play was designed to go at all. But he has such good lateral movement. He just, I don't know how to even describe that, Tanner. He kind of skirts to one way or the other and then accelerates so quickly. His field vision is as good as you will find in a high school athlete. Yeah, that's, that's probably a better way to say it exactly. A gain of four to the five-yard line. It's second down, goal to go. 3.13 to play third quarter. Delangelo brings in the play off in the sideline. Runs the ball, runs over to get the play, runs back to the huddle, runs the ball, runs over to get the play. Just does not get tired. <laughs> Bump Phelps used to say, don't worry about the mule, just load the wagon. <laughs> Second and goal at the five, double tight end set, too wide. Delangelo from the gun, calls his own number. Cutting out to the left side, one man to beat, and he did make the tackle. Fortunately for him was Tanner Kane got low. Yeah, if he doesn't Kane. make that tackle, then Delangelo is the corner. No, I think. Makes a stop for a gain of two, third and goal from the three. 2.27 to play, third quarter, Westwood 22 nothing. Delangelo with Mary Utes out there as a wideout along with Chad Pullman. A couple of tight ends, Eric Anderson far side, and then over here, Travis Uren, who's been playing tight end for the first time really this year. Played wing, he's played fullback. Shotgun formation, high snap, pulled down, Delangelo into the end zone, touchdown. Good blocks there. <laughs> he did, nobody even touched Delangelo on his way in there. 
a three-yard score for Delangelo, his third rushing touchdown of the night. And with a minute 56 to play in the third quarter, Westwood has a four-touchdown lead. An 83-yard touchdown drive that followed a stop on fourth down inside the 20-yard line. Now the two-point try. Patriots lead at 28-0. Two wide to the far side of the field. Shotgun formation. Delangelo with man a step to his left. You ran a tight end to the near side of the field. Anderson's a wingback this time. They jet sweep it to Pullman who gets the corner he's in. And it's 30 to nothing Westwood with a minute 56 to play here in this third quarter. Hey, don't forget to tune in to our Saturday morning coaches show tomorrow at 9. Hear from all five coaches in Marquette County. Get their thoughts on how week 9 has gone for their squad. That's tomorrow from 9 to 10 here on ESPN-UP+. We'll end the show by awarding our weekly Marquette County Player of the Week presented by the Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness Center at 1301 Odebaro Drive in Marquette. And check them out. They'll take great care of you as they take great care of me. Minute 56 to play, third quarter, 30 to nothing. Westwood on top of Nagani. I tell you what, Dave, it's been a significantly better game since the first quarter. I know Nagani gets out to a tough start. They're in a hole to start things out, down 16 nothing before their offense even takes the field. Yeah, they had not <laughs> they had not had their offense on the field. And that's always tough to start like that. Pullman has it teed up, ready to kick it away. Still a chance these two teams will meet again a week from tonight. Pullman with the approach, right-footed kicker, a low squib, line drive near the corner. That's got a chance. And Westwood, I think, is on top of the Angus again. That's Kangas again. Two onside kick recoveries for Stephen Kangas tonight. That's good speed coming down off that line. Stephen Kangas down there. Jack Poles on this end. That's that's like standing on the tracks when that train is coming, like we said, Tanner. And that is an awful, unsettling thing for to ask a high school kid to do. I'll tell you what, Chad Pullman, if he wants to play athletics at the next level, he has got his pick and what he wants to do, but if a team's looking for an onside kicker, <laughs> Pullman just places that. So it didn't ricochet that time. It rolled toward the sideline. There was only one man there, and he just kind of swatted at it. Kangas dives on top. That Westwood has the football at the minor 42-yard line, leading 30 to nothing. Shotgun for Delangelo. Two wide to the far side. Takes a snap. QB keeper up the middle across the 40. Brought down for a gain of four, maybe five. And this is just a Westwood style of game, Dave. Yeah, they're burning clock now, grinding it out. And it's... This is exactly what Westwood wants, a style of football. Yeah, you want the other team to start thinking about what they'd rather be doing, Tanner. <laughs> you really do. I wonder if each is starting to look ahead to next week, maybe. I know Westwood's not. Scott Sergio has stressed the importance of wanting his team to play a full four quarters, especially after the Lions game. But Nagani, maybe you just fold up the playbook and you look ahead to first round of the postseason starting next Friday night. Shotgun for Delangelo. Man, by his side, takes a snap. QB keeper running off tackle. Left side brought down as he crossed the 35 for a short game. 
Kelpie came up to make the stop. It's third and two. Clock rolling, 50 seconds to play here in the quarter. Patriots 30 to nothing lead. En route to potentially their third consecutive win over the Miners. It would be Westwood's eighth all-time over Nagani, three of them in the last three years, provided they finish this one out. Just one wide on this play. Check that. Now there's two. Bowman and Mariuzza, shotgun formation on third and two. Delangelo, QB keeper, right up the middle. Oh. He's thrown backwards. <laughs> Bounced right off. Thrown backwards for a loss, maybe of half a yard. But coming up to make the stop that time was Noah Nylander from his defensive end spot. Delangelo just bounced off him and was thrown backwards. It'll go down as no gain, and it brings up fourth down and two when we come back to start quarter number four. Three in the books. It's Westwood 30, Nagani nothing. Fourth quarter of action next on ESPN-UP. Take a look inside the world's primary nickel mine. There are only a few free tours left of the Eagle Mine and Humboldt Mill this season. Tours go through the end of September. Eagle Mine offers two different tours, a driving and walking surface tour of the mine site and a walking tour of the Humboldt Mill. Registration for each tour is required. Book your free tour online at eaglemine.com slash tours. The tours are free and they're open to people age 13 and up. Attendees under the age of 18 must be accompanied by an adult. Book your tour online, eaglemine.com slash tours. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Fourth quarter here at Westwood High School, Tanner Hoops, Dave Bose, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Delighted to have you along as always. End of three quarters, 31-0 Marquette leading Kingsford. Gwyn, tw- uh, Gwyn up 28-0 over Munising. That game just started the fourth quarter. Idle Towners looking to crack the win column for the first time this season. They can... Do so, holding on for the final 11 minutes, 52 seconds. Scotta leading Gladstone 24 to nothing. Tough last couple of weeks for the Braves. Seen their playoff hopes fade away. Our score here, 30 to nothing. Westwood leading Nagani as we get set to start quarter number four. I tell you what, Dave, you can look at a few different moments in this game and can point to the turning point. Obviously, Westwood getting out of the 16-0 lead before the defense even had to step on the field. But that fourth down stop inside the 20 and then coming 83 yards the other way is just a backbreaker. Delangelo QB keeper trying to get the corner on fourth and short, and he didn't get it. No, Helpy with a great play. Leo Helpy from his linebacker spot uh, spot stops Delangelo short of the line to gain, and Westwood turns it over. Getting out to that 16-0 lead before your defense even has to do anything helps, but the backbreaker was the fourth down stop in the red zone and then driving 83 yards the other way. So first down and 10 for Nagani. Then got the football at their own 34-yard line. 30 to nothing. Westwood on top. Playoffs start next week. Patriots still waiting to find out whether they'll be home or on the road. Very likely with a Menominee loss tonight at Hopkins, Westwood would be at home next week. And Westwood has never hosted a playoff game in school history. 
Waterman, QB keeper, right up the middle. Not much there. He's brought down for a gain of one. Westwood continues to gang tackle with the best of them. Garrett Mann was in there. Travis Uren, part of it. It's amazing, Dave. I know that you see improvement, progression from week to week, but the defense, tactic-wise, just looks night and day different from week three and beyond. After the Iron Mountain game, you know that getting hats to the football about five guys at a time was a point of emphasis, and it certainly showed. Yeah, and a, and a, and a you know, we had the loss to Calumet, but a good game nonetheless. Uh, right with, up the middle. Calumet, the only game we really struggled in, and it was essentially for a quarter, um, was their mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe two quarters, maybe the second and third quarter of that game. Um, other than that, we played solid ball the entire year. You know, the, the Calumet team that beat us is a good ball club. Hillier brought down to the 40 on that last carry, brings up third down and three. Iron Mountain squad that's captured the division title. I'll tell you, just that copper division, loaded. <laughs> Got at least four playoff teams out of this division, maybe two more, depending on the results. Takes a snap on third and three, Waterman fires, bubble screen, it is caught. That should be enough for the first down when you factor in forward progress. Tackle made by Mariutz as Munson came up to make the grab. Caught the ball beyond the line to gain. I think his forward progress should give him a first down, but right now the spot says no. There we go. They're pulling him. 10.06 to play in regulation. 30 to nothing. Westwood leading the Ghani. Two wide, bolt to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation. Waterman standing at the 39-yard line, takes a snap, handoff. Hillier going right at the middle, and Hillier has a gain of maybe three. The defensive end, Alderton, came up to make the stop. Good spot. I'll give him, looks like a long Four, game of a long four, we'll say. Second down and six. Clock continues to roll. We hit the 9.20 mark here in regulation. Patriots lead it by 30. Spreading the field with four wide, two to each side. Munson and Salmonen to the near side. Shotgun, Waterman takes a snap, rolls out to his left side, blitz coming, he evades it, now he's going to tuck it, run it with all kinds of room in front of him, has a first down, and is forced out of bounds as he got to the Westwood 40. 8.57 to play, and Scott Sergila out there coaching up his guys, up 30 to nothing, but you know what he'll tell you is that you make a mistake like that here, we got to correct it for the playoffs. Yeah. Can't be doing that in the playoffs. This game maybe, but you gotta you gotta fix those mistakes right now. That's exactly what he's doing. He's got a sophomore linebacker that's dealing with one of the better athletes in the UP. And he's gotta learn about what angles to take and who his guy is. New set of downs for the miners. And they're not lined up right. No, I have to take a timeout because there was confusion all over. No, Nagani didn't know where they were lining up. 
857 to play, regulation time. Westwood leading 30 to nothing. Well, if you're looking for a safe and sound community bank, then look to M Bank. From business loans to home mortgages and everything in between, M Bank Senior Corner and just around the corner, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliances services what they sell and sometimes what others sell depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always tradition at Household Appliance. And the Bjork and Zoki Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. Appreciate all of you for your support of Westwood Patriot Athletics. We couldn't do it without you. A really good team that you're supporting this year. Westwood leading Nagani 30 to nothing. Looking to shut out Nagani in back-to-back seasons for the first time in school history. Won 44 to nothing at their place last year. And trying to do the same thing this year at Westwood. It will be a Nagani first down as Westwood's broken the huddle. Nagani's still talking things over, and here they come. And Miners are first down here on the 40. They got a. This is still important to the Miners, maybe not in the context of the game as much as they could be seeing Westwood next week. They got to get it in the end zone here. Shotgun formation for Waterman. He's standing at the 45. One receiver to the far side of the field, and he's in motion. That's Luke. Takes a snap and rolls out to the right. Stepping up. Fires. Hits. He throws. Oh, got him wide open. And he makes the catch. I beg your pardon. That's Munson, not Luke, into the end zone for the minor touchdown. He had him wide open. Beautiful pass. A 40-yard touchdown pass from Jason Waterman at the 8.48 mark here in this fourth quarter. I think we had a little bite on that that first move. The heck of a move, and Waterman gets it to Alex Munson. So now the extra point try, and we'll see what the guy decides to do. Generally, they kick it. You take the score into factor here, and... They go for two. The offense is still on the field. Two receivers to the far side of the field. One to the near side. That's Kane. Waterman from the gun. Takes a snap. Looks Kane's way. Now across the middle. He's got a man, but he overthrew him. Oh, he had a man on a great route. He couldn't hit him on the slant pattern. Put a little heat on that one. And it's 30-6. to six. Westwood on top of Nagani with 8.48 to play. I tell you what, Dave, now it's Westwood's turn to get the hands team out there because, you know, the onside is coming. We haven't seen Nagani kick off since the opening kick of the game. That's right. <laughs> you're, you're right. Correct. 30-6, to six, Westwood on top. And in command here with 8.48 to play, regulation time. But like you said, Dave, there's still a lot to play for here. Depending what happens with that shootout down in Hopkins, these two teams very well could meet right back here again next week. And I tell you what, you gotta you got to leave this one with a good taste in your mouth because it's 0-0 again next week. I know that's a B team, but we're already seven points ahead of Menominee. It'll make it really close. Playoff points, what have you, coming into factor. But you're still... We beat Nagani tonight. You're still beating a six and three team. It'll help that Hopkins is eight and zero. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know that that's playoff points are going to come right down to the wire between Menominee, Westwood, Nagani will hang around, but likely the four seed. 
Well, we better have our own hands team out there right now. <laughs> We've got Salmonen ready to boot it away or squib it. He's going to be squibbing it right across. He's a talented kicker himself. He was an all-conference kicker last year. Salmonen, right-footed kicker with a slow approach, picks up a little steam. Not much of a squib, takes a little bit of a hop, and we'll have a return on it. And it's Anderson who's brought down. Not much of a squib that time. No, it had some heat on it. It was more of a line drive. I think he was just trying to hope it would yep. deflect off somebody. Yeah, and Try and hit a body with it. Play a little dodgeball with it and see what you can make happen. So Westwood takes over first and 10 at their own 37-yard line, leading 30-6, to 8.44 to play at regulation time. I think we're going to see a lot of ground and pound here, Dave. I'd be oh. surprised at anything else. T's on the field. Got to get that T off the field. <laughs> Go over and retrieve it. One of the officials does, and now we're ready for this first down play. Backs in the eye, Delangelo under center. Two wide, one to each side. Garrett Mann goes in motion. Pitch goes to Anderson. Anderson, a block to the right side, down the sideline. One man to beat. Anderson will oh, get for him. See you later. There. A 63-yard oh. touchdown scamper for Eric Anderson. That's a little LUP speed right there. He went by Waterman like Waterman was standing still. He got a great block. From the right side of his line, I think it was Jackson Vidlin that sealed off the defensive end and opened that seam. Yeah, yeah Jackson Vidlin sealing off, and then Garrett Mann pushing that last linebacker out. That created a little opening, and then it was a foot race. The only man who could have beaten him after Vidlin's block, the only man who could have stopped him was Waterman. And once he got the angle on him, yeah. it was curtains. He got one-hand tag on him, but that wasn't enough. Backs in the eye. Delangelo working under center. Man goes in motion. Pitch to Anderson. Same play going right up the middle. And Anderson is stopped short. Stopped short. That did look like the same play. So 8.31 to play here in quarter number four. 36-6. Westwood making a statement tonight here in the regular season finale. I tell you what, our coverage brought to you in part tonight by Big Boy Restaurant Marquette. They have room for you and your group to uh, enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffets with room for everyone to sit together in the back of the restaurant. Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and the fans in tonight's game as well as the educational efforts of our schools to prepare our students for the future. And Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. And I tell you what, Westwood leading 36 to 6. And looking to close out a 7-2 regular season. Patriots started the year 1 and 2, losses to Iron Mountain and Calumet, and since then they've got a few things cleaned up and they are a red hot football team getting set for the first round of districts next week. Meanwhile, Nagani, they're a team that started 0-2, riddled with injuries. They lost three team, uh, three two-way starters for the year in the first two weeks of the season. And ever since then, they have been a red-hot team. 
So Pullman has it teed up, and who only knows what he's going to do with the ball this time. <laughs> Right-footed kicker awaits the whistle. He's got it. And he approaches, and he sends this one end over end, a little knuckleball that's going to roll near the 30-yard line and was nearly saved from going out of bounds by a Westwood player. Kangas again. He almost got it. Three onside kick recoveries in one game. It'd be something. He was almost there. Almost got that feat accomplished. 8.31 to go regulation time. The Westwood offense taking the field. Excuse me, the Westwood defense takes over. And let's see how close to the belt Paul Jacobson wants to play this. And hearing updates from Menominee, they're starting to widen their lead a little bit. It looks like these two teams may not play each other next week. But still, you never know. Likely in the same district. Two wide bolt to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation for Waterman. Turns and he hands off. It's Lucas Nelson tripped up near the line. What a great play. Maybe brought down for a loss. Fighting off his man, Ty Alderton. Alderton was on his knees still, and he still got him down. He stuck that arm off there. Glad to have you along on ESPN UP WZAM Ishbaming Marquette as we hit the 9 o'clock hour. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Glad to have you along all throughout the football season. Six minute mark, excuse me, eight minute mark here in regulation. Second down and ten. They officially mark that as no gain for Lucas Nelson up the middle. Man goes in motion, that's Salmon and Waterman stepping up in the pocket, putting up a deep ball in the sideline, underthrown, it is batted nice. away, incomplete, well covered. Nice play by Mason Mariuzza, good coverage. They looked for Salmon and down the sideline, but the ball was underthrown. And it brings up third down and ten. Postseason starts next week for both of these teams. Sites to be decided. Nagani knows they're probably going on the road. Westwood still with a chance to host, depending on the results of the Menominee game at Hopkins. And, of course, what the MHSAA decides to do. We'll find out Sunday night. Man in motion. That's Munson right to left. Waterman takes a shotgun snap on third and ten, rolls to the right, fires a dart across the middle. It's caught by Munson. And that is a first down. What a great catch. (laughs) An absolute dart across the middle, and Munson hold it in for a first down. Boy, that is one heck of a catch. 7.39 to play, quarter number four. 36-6, Westwood leading by 30. En route to their sixth consecutive win. Spread the field four wide, twins to each side. Waterman takes a snap. Handoff going up the middle. That's Nelson. Not much. A gain of two, maybe. Ball spotted right around the 48-yard line of Nagani. Coming up in our post-game show. Here an interview with Coach Sergila, get his thoughts on tonight's contest. We'll have the scoring summary, the numbers, recap, what have you. 
And one last look at the out-of-town scoreboard. But the finishing touches on this one once we go final and we start our post-game show here in ESPN-UP. 6.45 to play, regulation time, second down and seven. Four wide of the play, shotgun formation, Waterman fakes the handoff, drops back to pass, fires down the sideline, takes a shot incomplete. Was looking for Munson, well covered on that play by Pullman. Pullman and Mariuzzo were high-low on him on that play. He was bracketed. I don't mind the play call in that sense, though. Why not take a shot? Down 30? Something like that? Especially with the talent you got from, from Waterman. I'd check it out there. It'll be third down and seven. Well spotted at the 48-yard line of Nagani. 6.31 to play fourth quarter. Two wide to each side. Shotgun formation. Waterman with Hillier stepped to his right. Fakes the handoff. Keeps it. Rolls to his right as the first down as the corner and then some. And is brought down as he crossed the 40-yard line. Good little fake going the other way. Got everyone going Hillier's way, thinking he had the football. Waterman on that keep. He sells the fake so well. He's got the wheels. He'll make you pay if he gets to the corner. So first and 10 at the Westwood 37-yard line. Clock continues to roll. 6.15 to play fourth quarter. Patriots on top, 36-6. to They led 16-0 before the defense even took the field. Four wide of the play. Waterman takes a snap. Now he options out, looking for a block. Hillier, there's nothing there, and he's brought down for a loss, but a flag does come in. Yeah, you're going to get a little face mask or horse collar or something there. When he went to tackle him, it just wrapped his hand wrapped around the Nagani player's head. Travis Uren with the open field tackle, but he's called for a face mask. Five fifty-three to play here in quarter number four. Thirty-six to six. Westwood in command. Patriots led twenty-two to nothing at halftime. Thirty to nothing as we enter the fourth quarter. And since then, the two teams have traded touchdowns. A long touchdown pass from Jason Waterman to Alex Munson got Nagani in the scoreboard earlier this quarter, but one play later, Eric Anderson ripped off a 67-yard touchdown scamper down the sideline. Four wide in the play, shotgun Waterman. Hillier stepped to his right, takes a snap, fires a dart across the middle. That's caught, and that's trouble into the end zone. Touchdown. That's a slant. Tanner Kane. An absolute dart across the middle, right on the money. Hits Kane between the two and three on the front of his white jersey. And he had the angle on that slant route to take it the rest of the way himself. 5.23 to play, quarter number four. And Nagani gets their second score of the night. Second passing touchdown of the game for Waterman. Now the extra point attempt, and what will Nagani decide to do here? They've got the offense still out there. And they've got three wide, two to the near side of the field. Waterman with Hillier stepped to his right, takes a snap, options out to the right side. He's going to keep it himself. He has the end zone. 
and it's 36 to 14 with 523 to play in the fourth quarter. That's encouraging if you're Cali, if you're uh, Nagani, beg your pardon. They need a few opportunities like that, and I give them credit. You know, they came into this quarter down by 30, and they've made the most of the opportunity. They've still continued to try things out, get some guys involved. I'm giving credit for hanging around. Yeah, you gotta you got to just, you know, win a quarter. Win a quarter of the game and go positive off of that. Hey, we do have an update from Petoskey where Menominee has a 41-38 lead over Hopkins after three quarters. That's a neutral site game in Petoskey. Menominee 41-38. Now, why that's significant, a Menominee win not only puts them in the playoffs, it means Westwood may need to go down there for the start of the postseason a week from tonight. Then again, they might come here. It all depends on how those playoff points shake out. But it's looking more and more like Westwood will play Menominee in the first round of the playoffs next week. That'll all be decided Sunday night for the selection show. Westwood has nobody back deep. They've got everybody up front. They know a squib is coming. Now they're going to send one man back deep, just in case. 5.23 to play regulation time. Salmonen has a teed up. Try to line drive his last time. See what he does. This go around. He approaches and he sends a low line drive, a hard ball that bounces into the arms of a Patriot near the 30, and he cuts up the middle with a block and is chopped down. Travis Uren. Uren to the 46 yard line, and that's where Westwood will take over first down and 10. Oh, we said last time, Dave, when the Westwood offense took the field, just going to grind this one out. Yep. And then Eric Anderson took it to the house, one play, 67 yards. He took off. See how it goes this time around. 5.17 to play, quarter number four, 36-14, Westwood leading Nagani en route to a 7-2 and two finish in the regular season. Two wide, one to each side, backs in the eye, Delangelo under center. The deep back is Anderson, Uren, the fullback. Four-man front defensively for the Miners. Pullman goes in motion. They hand off to him. Pullman cutting up the middle, and he's brought down by Helpy. It is Anderson. I beg your pardon. And we do have a flag that comes in after the fact. Brought down near the 46-yard line. It would be a gain of close to eight if it stands. It's going to be a gain of eight and then some. 5.08 to play here in quarter number four. 36-14 Westwood on top. i tell you what, Dave, you got to be pretty pleased here if you're Westwood. You're expecting a shootout coming into this one, maybe a slugfest, what have you. And Westwood set the tone. Be a few things to clean up, maybe a few breakdowns in coverage, but that's what you're using this time for. One wide to each side, backs in the eye. Delangelo working under center against a four-man front defensively. Garrett Mann goes in motion, right to left, takes a snap. Handoff, Eric Anderson bouncing off one would-be tackler to the outside. Anderson tiptoeing the sideline, stayed in bounds, and he's brought down after picking up enough for the first down. Smart play to stay in bounds by Anderson. 
Will Luke, the corner, came up to make the stop. Inside, five minutes to play, regulation time. First down at the Nagani, 25. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. Clock has started up once again. You see a steady dose of Anderson here, I believe. Pullman, the wide receiver to the far side of the field. You got Mariuzza to this side. Backs in the eye, Anderson, the deep man. Delangelo under center, tight end to the near side of the field is Alderton. Delangelo, handoff, Anderson bouncing off one would-be tackler, dies forward near the 20, a gain of close to five. Nylander came up to make the stop for Nagani. And it brings up second down and about five from the 20. Under four minutes to play. Westwood continuing to bleed the clock. Patriots up 22. Starting to work in some of the second teamers. Mason Mariuts is bringing in the play off in the sideline this time around. He'll switch over to quarterback now. Yep, Delangelo no longer out there. Backs in the eye for Mariuzza. Luke Mariuzza, a wingback to the near side of the field. Mariuzza takes a snap, handoff deep back. Kangas going up the middle, and Kangas brought down near the line to gain. That will move the stick, stop the clock momentarily with 3.12 to play in regulation. Spotted at the 12, and it's first down Westwood. Three-minute mark here in quarter number four. Mariuzza brings in the play call from the sideline. Don't forget the Westwood... Uh, coaching staff, coaching uh, pre-game, post-game show coming up here once we go final. Talk with Scott Sergila. Talk with him tomorrow morning in the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Be sure to tune in at 9. Handoff going right up the middle. That's a fullback, and that's a new fullback. That's Luke Mariuzza. So Mason hands off to Luke. Coach loves those guys, and he was talking about how cool it was last week when they got to do that, be in the backfield together. <laughs> yeah, I was. I happened to be sitting with their father in the stands, and uh, it was cool. It definitely was. Two hard, hard-working, great kids, good citizens in a in a building. Um, you know, proud to have those kids with their uh, that name on their back around their front as they walk through our building. Second down and seven. Ball just inside the ten. More. Second teamers continue to filter in. We'll set the lineups as we get them. Luke Mariuzza lined up as a wingback near side of the field. Joe DeRosha out there as a wide out. Jack Bowes is a tight end to the near side. Backs in the eye. Mariuzza handoff to Luke going up the middle. Luke inside the 10. Luke fighting near the 7 before being thrown backwards. A gain of close to 3 as we hit the 92nd mark. Brings up third down and about four. Mariuzza brings in the play call from the sideline. Minute 15 to play, regulation time. The Patriots headed to a decisive win on senior night. 
One wide to the far side of the field, and that's DeRosha. Facts in the eye. Mariuzza with Luke Mariuzza as the fullback. Mason takes a snap, handoff. Kang gets the deep back up the middle inside the five, diving near the goal line. He's in. Touchdown. 52 seconds left, regulation time, and Stephen Kangas finds the end zone. A run of about seven yards for the score. It's now the PAT try as Westwood extends their lead to 42 to 14 with 52 seconds to play. One wide far side, that's DeRosia. Double tight end set. Mariuzza is just going to take a knee. So don't forget the Saturday morning coaches show tomorrow. You can hear from both Scott Sergila and Paul Jacobson then. Get their thoughts on how tonight went. Plus Dion Brown of Gwynn, Eric Mason of Marquette. Well, their team's well on their way to victories tonight. Good for Marquette. Absolutely. Good for, coach, to the... good for Coach Mason. That's a tough town to be the football coach in with the, such a strong loss of, I think, a lot of your athletes to hockey. And uh, he's done a nice job in a very tough conference this year. Good for him. And it has gone final. 31-7. to Marquette beats Kingsford tonight. So congrats to the Redmen. Outright great Northern champions for the first time since 1973. They sit 5-4. and four. And they will have a chance to hear their name called Sunday night during the selection show. They will be a bubble team, but five and four, some really good wins. Conference title in the resume. Another final from around the UP tonight. Gwynn winners over Munising, 34-7. The Model Towners get their first win of the year. 52 seconds to play. Westwood leading 42-14. to Patriots will enter the postseason at 7-2, winners of six straight. And presumably the opponent will be Menominee. That's not official. Presumably Menominee. Bigger question is where will that game be held? Pullman kicks it away. A dribbler near the sideline and has fallen upon. Now let's see what Nagani decides to do here and presumably what is their final offensive series of the game. 50 seconds left in this one. A lot to feel good about, Dave. People, you know, ever a bunch of different players getting in, distributing the football. Senior night, you get to send your seniors off the right way. Pass with a few more second-teamers getting out there on defense, getting some reps. Nagani with Will Luke working under center, their backup quarterback, and he hands off on first down, going right up the middle. Brought down for a gain of about three, maybe four. And that was Jake Sakura, the ball carrier. Gains four out to the 40-yard line, second down and six. 27 seconds to play. Clock continues to roll. Too wide to the near side of the field. Backs in the eye. Luke working under center against a five-man front defensively. Luke takes a snap. Hands off to the fullback going right up the middle. And he's run down for a short gain of maybe three. 
as the final seconds will tick away in this one. Westwood victorious on senior night, 42 to 14 the final. The Patriots, winners of six straight, and we wait our postseason announcement. Playoffs start a week from tonight, but the postgame show starts right now. We've got the numbers and recap for you after this on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Back to Enter Hoops, Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Westwood winners over Nagani 42-14 to close the regular season on a six-game winning streak. The scoring summary for you, Taylor Delangelo with a pair of first-quarter one-yard touchdown runs. The conversions both went to Eric Anderson, and Westwood led 16-0 after one quarter. Led 16-0 before the defense even stepped on the field, courtesy of an onside kick recovered by Stephen Kangas. Eric Anderson with a seven-yard touchdown run at the 849 mark in the second quarter. Conversion failed, and Westwood led 22 to nothing at halftime. Third quarter, Taylor Delangelo with a three-yard TD run. That capped an 83-yard scoring drive set up by a fourth down stop in the Westwood red zone, and the Patriots took a 30 to nothing lead into the fourth quarter. Nagani wouldn't go away, though. At the 848 mark, Jason Waterman threw a 40-yard touchdown pass to Alex Munson. Conversion failed, and it was 30-6. to One play later, Eric Anderson ripped off a 63-yard touchdown run, and the lead was back up to 30. Jason Waterman hooked up with Tanner Kane for a 26-yard touchdown pass at the 523 mark, but Stephen Kangas found the end zone with 52 seconds to play, his from seven yards out, and that would cap the scoring. 42-14, the win for Westwood tonight. All in all, Dave, the 16-0 lead before your defense does anything. That helps, but to me, the turning point in the game, the backbreaker seemed to be that stop in the red zone on fourth and three from the 19. Then Westwood goes 83 yards the other way. That just seemed to me the thing that put him out of reach. I think you're right on it. I think that was, we're not going to be able to win this. When when that happened, I think that put it out of reach for the mindset of these kids is so important, being in their age and stuff. And I think that's the one where they realize, you know, it isn't going to happen for us tonight anyway. And um, I think that was it, you know. Um, credit to Nagani and uh, Coach Jacobson and his staff. They didn't give up. They came after it. Got a couple of scores in there, a couple of nice passes by a, a, a really good athlete. I mean, Jason Waterman is such a good athlete. He put a couple on the, on the numbers, and, uh, you know, it was uh, – 
you know, it was just what they needed then, uh, but it wasn't enough to overcome uh, the Patriots here tonight. The Patriots were the better team. And I tell you what, offense, defense, special teams, they were all working in Westwood's favor. Special teams tonight, a couple of onside kick recoveries for Stephen Kangas, and then a touchdown run to cap things off. But the line of scrimmage, I tell you what, that's where it all started for me, and Westwood just dominated the line of scrimmage tonight. Dominated the line of scrimmage, and you know, and then you also got an opportunity to see just some of the raw speed. And, you know, and it's not just Delangelo, it's not just Pullman. We got to see Eric Anderson, we got to see Stephen Kangas, on special teams there is this is one of the fastest westwood teams that i've ever uh, seen in my 20 years of being here i tell you what a fun one tonight for westwood as they move to seven and two with the win nagani will drop to six and three with the loss we know each team is going to play a postseason game on friday it looks like nagani is bound for calumet and they will be the four seed in this district it appears nothing uh, official yet westwood very likely will take on Menominee next week. And the only question will be is whether Westwood will get to host their first ever playoff game in school history. I couldn't believe that, Dave. Westwood's never hosted a postseason game before. Yeah, maybe a chance to change that narrative next week. Yeah, we really hope so. We look forward to it. It'll just come down to you know where the points are in the end of this to find out you know whether we have the opportunity to, uh, to, host, a, to host an MHSAA playoff game in football. I tell you what, we'll keep... Uh, checking on that score from Petoskey, a neutral site game, and nominee downstate. They are taking on 8-0 Hopkins, a Class B team. And we'll continue to uh, keep an eye on that one. But it was a shootout. Last update, Menominee had a 48-38 lead. That game in the fourth quarter. But this Westwood team, I tell you what, Dave, they just look so different since the first two weeks of the season. They And I know that you're supposed to improve, what have you. I mean, this is a night and day difference as far. And it starts with their tackling. They are getting red hats to the football. About half the team is in on a tackle on a given play. You know, and one of their defensive leaders, too, Garrett Mann, had been hurt to that point, and he came back uh, to the team after that, and that's really made a difference as well, Tanner. Well, I tell you what, let's take our last time out. We'll hear from Coach Serge next on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. 
You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. We welcome you back, Xander Hoops, Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Westwood winners over Nagani, 42-14, the final score. We'll have Coach on here in a moment. He's making his way up here. But Westwood 7-2, winners of six straight, getting set to head into the postseason, which will begin next week. Opponent and sight to be determined. I tell you what, though, Westwood, you recap the scoring summary from this one. A couple of first-quarter touchdown runs from Taylor Delangelo, both from just a yard out. Eric Anderson, a seven-yard score midway through the second quarter. Delangelo, a third touchdown run, that time from three yards out with a minute 56 to play in the third. And then each team with two touchdowns in the fourth. Jason Waterman, a couple of passes to Alex Munson for 40 and Tanner Kane for 26. Eric Anderson and Stephen Kangas, each with touchdown runs for Westwood to close things out. But the Patriots are 42-14 uh, winners over Nagani tonight. Don't forget tomorrow, our Saturday morning coaches show here on ESPN-UP 9-10. to 10. We will have a conversation with the coaches around Marquette County and get their thoughts on how Week 9 went for their respective squads. Let's see if we're getting Coach over here. Oh, we got him. All right, so Coach makes his way over here, and we'll get his thoughts on tonight's win, 42-14, the final score as Westwood wins their sixth straight. And they will get set to head into the postseason a week from tonight. Again, the opponent and the site to be determined as we get Coach here on headset. Now, Coach, your team jumps out to a 16-0 lead before the defense ever gets onto the field. How big was a hot start for you? Uh, it was huge. Uh, you know, I tell you what, uh, Nagani's a really good football team. Um, they really are. We were able to capitalize, um, you know, a couple things early on. I, I, I was really happy with our first drive. We got the, um, you know, our squib kick back and, um, you know, and then capitalize again on it. And I tell you what, um, you know, we kind of, Maybe surprised them a little bit out the gate, but it was it was it wasn't easy after that. It really wasn't. And uh, you know they got big kids; they're hard to move. They got some athletes. Um, uh, Fifty-six to uh, healthy um, boy. He's he's a really really good linebacker. You know, and so is the Nelson kid. They're both they're actually both really really good. They're fast to the football. That you know they read really well. And you know you watch them on film. And we had a hard time with them tonight. You know and. Uh, it was tough to get through the line sometimes and get to our back, get to their backers, and um, you know we were able to able to do it a few times here and there and squeak through. I was, I was really happy with our pass defense tonight. Um, you know we gave up that one, but you know that's just the kid being aggressive, and it's a great play. You know by 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 the the wide receiver from Nagani. Um, I was really happy, really really happy with our defense tonight. Our back, uh, inside linebackers, uh, we got to go back and watch film a little bit. Um, you know, we worked on, on the dive read, you know, when, when they're diving there, uh, whether it be Nelson or, or uh, 42 there, when they're, when they're diving him, uh, our backside end and, and linebacker have to, have to stay home and slow play that, and, you know, but, um, you know, we were able to, able to stop them when we had to. Coach, it seemed like there were a few different key turning points in this game. The big one that stood out to me, you're up 22 nothing. you get the fourth down stop inside your 20, then you go 83 yards, the ensuing drive. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, to be honest with you, it was a little bit of a blur, um, you know. But I, I thought the four, I remember the fourth down stop there. I thought that was big for our kids, and um, it, uh, you know, we, we our kids made plays. This team, I'm telling you what, I couldn't believe the size of the Nagani tonight. How big they were, um, you know. I, I got 185, 190 pound kids, and um, 
you know, they, they worked their butt off. Our um, hats off to our O and D line tonight. Um, didn't give them uh, much running room. Um, hats off to our DBs tonight, and uh, you know, uh, we did it. We did one heck of a job. I'm really proud of our kids. I can't say enough. Thanks for stopping up, Coach. Congrats on the win. Thank you very much, Scott Sergio Westwood, head coach. His team winners tonight, 42-14. They'll head into the postseason. Winners of six in a row. Let's take our last time out and wrap this thing up next on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision and Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Back one last time from Westwood High School, where I do have a final score for you, more than one actually. Patriots winners tonight over Nagani, 42-14. Menominee, 48-38. They take down Hopkins. They are going into the postseason after beating the undefeated Hopkins Vikings, a Class B school. So now it comes down to playoff points. It is looking like Westwood Menominee on Friday night. Where will that game be? We'll find out Sunday night during the selection show and we'll uh, keep you updated on the latest breaking news and all the happenings around the slate of football here in the UP. That should do it for our broadcast. I appreciate you tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. I know you enjoyed the outcome. For Dave Bose, Thomas Dunstan, and our entire crew, I'm Tanner Hoop signing off from the West End, where once again the Patriots winners 42-14. to Signing off from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, Tanner Hoop saying so long for now. From all of us at ESPN-UP, thanks for tuning in to Westwood Patriots football. Now we return to regularly scheduled programming.